is about to change. There's this moment when you're sure you're about to die. Is this death? And then... You're born. It's over. What's happened? Change, my dear. Time Lords have this little trick. It's all the way of cheating death, except it means I'm going to change. Well, here we go again. Even if I change, it feels like dying. That one's too young! Oh, no, that won't do at all! Hello. I'm the Doctor. You're completely different. What do you think of my new face, by the way? Could be useful on the planet Delphon where they communicate with their eyebrows. This is the best thing ever. Never did this when I was a man. Any moment now, he's coming. Who's coming? The Doctor. Ralph Don't forget me. Don't you forget me. Run fast. Nice to meet you, Dad. Run for your life. Be kind. One day I shall come back. But times change. So must I. Doctor, I let you go. Beware of the forces that mass against you and their master. I'm going old school, Doctor. Something's coming for me. Tribute to our elders. Do you remember the ultimate sanction for breaking our laws? To regenerate into me. I am the doctor now! I am the doctor! Did we do it? We did it. Well, you did it. person once said to me, goodbyes only hurt, because what came before was so special. Oh, and it's been so special. You, and Graham, and Ryan, and Dan. Nobody else got to be us. Nobody else got to live our days. Nobody. And my heart is so full of love of all of you. Oh, I have loved being with you, Yas. to do this next bit alone. Let's not say goodbye. Blossom, yes, Blossom. It's the only sad thing. I want to know what happens next. Right then. Doctor, whoever I'm about to be. Tag. You're it. I'm the Doctor. Sorting out fair play throughout the universe. Carry them with me. What they would have thought and said and done. Make them a part of who I am. So even though they're gone from the world, they're never gone from me. We just live in the present. With what we have. And we still have it. I wish this would go on forever. One last trip. I know these teeth. What? What? And welcome back to the podcast that's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's Who Do You Think You Are? Back ag again. This is our, I guess, our revival. I'm Ethan. What? What? <laughs> what? My name's Ian. <laughs> you could say there are some familiar faces. It, uh, when this is releasing, it will be 
November 23rd, 2023, which will be 60 years ago to the day that a crazy old man stole an English teacher named Ian on a crazy escapade of adventures against his will. So we might as well do the same where I'm kidnapping an an English teacher called Ian on a crazy escapade, definitely against his will. Oh, jeez. That lined up really well. (laughs) I was was so thankful. So is the first episode November 23rd, 1963? Yes. The same day Kennedy dies. Yep. And because of that, the episode had to be repeated because no one watched the episode because Kennedy got shot. Wow. It's crazy. But now we, we're back. If, if this is your first time listening, oh, you're, you're in for a bunch of episodes about a year and a half ago. Well, probably two and a bit years ago in 2021. Ian and I sat down and started doing a, a run through of what we thought were the, the best episodes of the revival series of Doctor Who from 2005 onwards. Uh, Eccleston, Tennant, Capaldi, Smith. We did one Capaldi. And then uh, timey-wimey stuff. Life got in the way. I I, I forgot about Doctor Who. And um, we, we took a bit of time off and we said, you know what? We're going to build up to Jodie's final episode. So we skipped to the end to do Jodie's final episode because uh, the 60th is coming out soon. And this is <sighs> Thursday. Yeah. This will be Thursday. So then in two days, we'll get the first of three specials for the 60th. Um, I... I'm very excited. I'm interested where your excitement levels will be after we've done this. Andy Dixon, I want you to know, buddy, that 50% of this is you. That's all I got to say is that you were going, I'm who do you think you are. And I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> it had found a niche. It had found, I'm dead serious. It, it actually had, the numbers were really strong, stronger than oh, nice. the Disney Plus stuff. Um, the numbers were... Uh, independent of themselves, um, sort of one of the, one of the higher side things that we do, and so I was I was on board with that, and it's something that I don't really have to do a ton of work on. So it was that it felt like, and you know, the reveal of who fourteen is 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 part of it, but it feels like it would be remiss if we didn't do something for the sixtieth, the fiftieth. Yeah. I remember I just we talked about this previously. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just live tweeted my responses to it for the first bit. And I knew that the 50th meant something. And that's something we'll have to touch base on is, mm. wait, did we do the 50th? We, yeah, we did the 50th. We did do the 50th. Yeah, we did the Because I read some of, my, some of my live tweets out from yeah. 2013. Um, <laughs> but definitely um, something I want to look at for uh, the 60th here is I wanted to do something. I wanted to put it out. Even if it was mm. just a one-off, I wanted to put something out. And then, well, primer into it to build some stuff. That's okay. And then, you know. Um, the good thing with Doctor Who is you can bounce back and forth and t- shoot knows that it's been doing that in its own internal lore. Uh, this mm-hmm. episode's a prime example of it. Um, so, you know, there's all there's always the chance. But uh, definitely, I felt like dusting off the old, uh, the old TARDIS. Um, the old Fez. Review stuff. And uh, giving a big Geronimo into, uh, back into the hoodum and it would be it'd be a shame if we jump right to 60 and didn't talk about jody because we did get yeah. one episode of capaldi we, we got a discussion on capaldi at least yeah so while we kind of were, were, were doing that first run of who do you think you are i was also trying to catch up on my own sort of personal deficit because i'd fallen off i'd fallen off during the capaldi era and i was i was I was all in, man. Like, I was the guy live tweeting the 50th of my own volition, mm. just going, I was that in on Tenet and Smith. And it was just something about Capaldi. I think it was just a more subtle, or maybe it was the first time my doctor got regenerated because 
or a doctor got regenerated because I came in just after my first episode was Asylum of the Daleks. So, but during that time, it was like you turned on any channel and it felt like you were getting, you know, repeats of Tennant and Smith. So I was picking up all the back episodes of those two kind of simultaneously. And then Netflix briefly acquired the rights to, to, to Doctor Who. So I caught up on Eccleston's. But I never had to go through the process of losing one who was my guy. And, uh, yeah. and I am with Smith. And so I, I kind of fell off during the Capaldi. And I don't think I'm alone. I think that kind of cool, young, cultural cachet disappears at that frame point. And yeah, it was... I was the only one of my friends that was still watching Doctor Who. But but I made it through I, I, yeah. made, I made it through Capaldi and it was I think it was a, a change in maybe some some of the writings. I don't know what it was. But there seemed to be a lot of we talked about this before Ocean's 12 kind of stories where it was oh, it was a two-parter, but actually he fixed it 20 minutes into episode 1. And I just yeah. that burned me after a few times and I just went, look, I'm just not it's just not worth the investment anymore. Um but then I powered through, and I really enjoyed Capaldi's run. And some of my favorite—I was thinking a lot about Capaldi's run while watching this episode. And some of my favorite episodes are from that run. And uh, I, I tried to get through Jodie Whittaker. I think I got through about a series, series and a half. And it just—it just didn't. And we can talk about it as we as we go through. Mm-hmm. But it just, yeah. Even I fell off on that. And part of it was we we stopped doing the episodes. So I kind of went, look, I'm, uh, uh, you know, do do I need to watch this or should I watch this thing for the pod instead or should I mark mark a set of class books or should I do anything else, anything else, and, anything productive? Yeah, and I chose to do things that were either equally productive or non productive, yeah. as the case might be, and 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 got away from it. And that might be part of the conversation we have today. But um, yeah, I don't really fully know what what the, even the format is today of today's episode. Is this a primer? Is this a review of the final? Who knows? But uh, that th- that's where I'm coming and sitting. So the gimmick that Ethan and I played when when I said we we said it live on our last Loki episode when I sort of pitched this, mm. and I went I want to come at it from the angle that you are the guy who kept up with it and still the super fan you are, and I want to come in with what I am. I am the lapsed fan going. Oh, what's this? Oh, tenants back. Okay, I should probably watch the last episode. And I then know I'm, a lot of people have done that now. Yeah. And then I'm here for that. So rather than try and catch up on everything I missed, I went, no, let me actually use that as as a vantage point. So maybe this is a gateway back. Um, it feels like I always make parallels to wrestling when we do this thing. But there's wrestling fans who get lapsed. And whenever The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin come back, it seems that there's a fair chunk of go, oh, I'll catch that out. I'll check out WrestleMania. Yeah. And then do they make you keep sticking around? I don't know. But uh, I've got to make good on my bet. When Ted, when uh, Russell T Davies came by, and I famously <laughs> predicted the return of well, we'll talk. I'll never about live it. that down. Well, I'll, we'll, I'll we'll, never, we'll, I'll we'll, we'll talk. Down. I don't think it's you living it down because you didn't do anything wrong. I think it's just me going. I can't believe I called it. So uh, I've had a sense of like I don't know, um, like trying to keep myself. Um, I guess maybe underwhelmed. I don't know. I was just sitting here going, "Tenant's not blown up. He's not as mainstream in America as Smith was." Yeah. So I was going. I think there's availability, especially because you can kind of portray it how you want. Doctor Who's kind of a the British TV schedule is different from the American one, so you can mm. kind of make it fit where you want it to fit. Smith's and, busy with get, uh, and, and plus, Game of Thrones. Plus, breaking. Smith was a Moffat guy. Like you're not getting Eccleston. We know you're not getting Eccleston. But <laughs> but tenants still out there. And so yes, yeah, so there was that. So yeah. uh I'm yes, yeah, so I came back to go, let's check out where they've left things off. And so I feel like I'm prepared for the return of Russell 
and the return or, or, the, or the emergence of 14, as you will. Yeah. Um. So obviously we haven't covered any of like the groundbreaking lore of Jody's era. I don't know if you would like a brief rundown of like, here are the hits, because there's like a couple of things maybe brought up, but also I'm kind of intrigued if there's anything, like there's a there's one thing I really want to know if you picked up. Yep, let's go for it. Cool. So uh, meet Jodie Whittaker. She's the 13th Doctor. A load of stuff happens in her first season that doesn't really like mean to anything. They just linked, they just tease something called the Timeless Child. And the Timeless Child, did you ever find out what the Timeless Child is? I don't think you probably would have got oh, that far let me tell you, I'm literally looking at the uh, seasons of Doctor Who to see kind of where I must have uh, left this up. I think, oh, it's really hard to look at this and go, where do they get to? I believe I saw the entirety of uh, my good close personal friend. Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. That's embarrassing. I'm, I, I just, Bradley Walsh. Bradley there Walsh. we go. I just I nearly said Graham. It just so happens that I was on the Wikipedia page and said starring. Mm. Well, if I look for the starring, I'll see his name. Yeah, <laughs> if I see um, Graham Bradley Walsh, I saw his whole arc. I believe. Oh, okay. Does he just last the one season? Is that him? He's uh, seri- the the first two series, and then he and Ryan leave in uh, the second New Year's special. Oh, okay. So that's not true then. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what would happen there. Uh, Did you get to the master? What the master who we saw here? Yeah, the, no, the first appearance. No. Oh, oh, okay. So no, you, so you, I you think missed I, series I th- twelve. Then. I think I only made it through series eleven from looking at it. Yeah, yeah. So series eleven, series eleven doesn't really. Mean, the other only thing there is here's Yaz, 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 Yaz. Remember Yaz. Yaz is going to stay with us the entire time. Uh, Ryan and Graham have gone off because you know they had their share of uh, emotion and they got to you know grieve uh grace graham's uh wife and uh ryan's grand on a so side note off. on a yeah. side note massive shout out to the rosa parks episode thought it was the high point of a season i watched mm. i think rosa and deans of the punjab are probably series 11's strongest episodes the series finale is really weak uh the punjab there's the um oh god it's the is this uh, the one where it turns out that she was the first wedding in um wherever it was yeah yeah it's, yeah it was a good um, episode I think, good episode yeah yep um it's very it's it reminds me of capaldi's final episode because it's like we have it with the testimony we come when you die but um series 12 the master's back he's played by sasha dewan fun fact about sasha dewan 10 years ago he played uh, he was in An Adventure of Space and Time, which was the biopic about David Bradley, uh, not David Bradley, William Hartnell's time on Doctor Who as the first Doctor, played by David Bradley, who would, we'll, we'll bring up David Bradley again a bit later, but uh, Sasha Dewan, the master, he played um, the the first ever director of an episode of Doctor Who, uh, which I thought was really cool. So he's 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 been there for the last 10 years. He's He's had an important role, I guess, playing at least someone in Doctor Who. Anyway, he's the master. He's really pissed at the Doctor because of something called the Timeless Child. Halfway through the series of series 12, we meet a woman called Ruth, played by Joe Martin. Turns out that she's on the run from the Jadoon for some reason, but she doesn't know why. Turns out that she's the Doctor. But Jodie doesn't remember this Doctor, and Joe Martin has never seen Jodie's Doctor before, meaning someone must have been first. The reveal is... During a period of the Doctor's time, the Time Lords stole her memories and life, 
and essentially used her as a weapon for for the Time Lords. I, no think, really I, I think I got to this. Oh, okay. Because when she showed up, I went, I know this woman. Yeah. As a future doctor was my was my memory a doctor we haven't come to yet or something like that yeah the we don't know when she is we know she was at some point people think it's pre-hartnell i think it's between two and three because there's this whole story called the war games which we're going to talk about because so four three generations so basically we've got our uh, apologies for making a, a simple thing but we've kind of got a That's new fine. version of river song here Kind of. We don't yeah. know where in the chronology she lands, but she's going to intermingle with us and pop up from time to time. Yeah. So everyone's theory, including me, has been uh, the second Doctor was forced to regenerate before he was exiled to Gallifrey for the third Doctor's era. The theory is when before he's exiled and forced to regenerate into the third Doctor, they use the Doctor as sort of like a, a military vessel in a sense to work for them before they wipe their memory and then send them to earth that's the no one knows and there's there's never there's never going to be an answer probably there is russell said i'm going to mention the timeless child ever so slightly the other part of the timeless child isn't what we're we're calling her the fugitive doctor because she's a fugitive of the jadoon the timeless child is another thing and it it pissed so many people off and i'm going to be honest i don't really care it it it's never going to get mentioned again it's never going to be brought up it's just another one of those doctor who law mystery things Many, many, many years ago for Gallifrey, a woman called Tektayun, who was an explorer, found a child that fell out of the void. They adopted the child, and eventually the child fell off a cliff, and thought to be dying, the child started to glow. This is the first ever regeneration. Eventually, Tektayun went, I want, to I want to investigate this, so she kept killing the child, forcing her to regenerate until she was able to harness regeneration herself from a scientific point of view, causing Gallifrey to be what we know it now, a corrupt government. Yeah, it's, it's leading into all the stuff from the classic series and all that, you know, they're kind of evil. They stole the regeneration energy, harnessed it for themselves, created Time Lords, and also capped the regeneration at 12, unless you're Tektayun, because she took the power for herself, because she's corrupt. Because they wanted to hide their history and, you know, gloss over the past, I'm sounding like I'm talking about Thor Ragnarok, though, but it's similar vibes, I guess. They wiped the, t the Timeless Child's mind, made the Timeless Child just another person of Gallifrey who could regenerate. This turned out to be the Doctor. I don't care because this is a thing that's been going on since like the seventies. There, there were the uh, the fourth Doctor had a story about the Morbius Doctors, which were the faces before the first Doctor. The seventh Doctor had a whole story where they were going to kind of go down this line. So it's not a new thing for new like revival fans. It is for other people, but it's just. The Doctor has another mystery, and it really emphasizes Doctor Who. The other thing was Chris Chibnall wanted this to be an analogy for adoption, because he was adopted, and it's that kind of thing. In theory, it's really, really cool. In actuality, it's not, because it really never gets resolved, and I guess that's the message. You, do, you don't need to know your past, if blah, blah, blah. But the, the Master's pissed about that, because a part of me, a part of you's in me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, you're the most important, and I hate you kind of thing. Destroys Gall Gallifrey's destroyed again. That's everything. Oh yeah, um, there was a thing called the flux. Wait, John wait, Bishop Gall Gallifrey's destroyed again. Yeah, I got destroyed off screen at the end of series twelve. Oh, off screen, like, I fucked up Gallifrey. How does that make you feel? Also, those Time Lord corpses, I turned them into Cybermen. They're called Cybermasters, and they. Oh, can that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wondered about about the okay. That yeah, makes this, sense this now. is the, it. Wraps up a lot of the the lingering things. 
Uh, Ryan and Graham leave. Yaz is still with them. They pick up John Bishop for a bit because John Bishop was the only one who was available during COVID. This episode gets filmed during COVID. The the 13th season Flux gets picked up during uh, filmed during COVID, which is why there's only six episodes. It's an overarching story. Doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. It's just wow, wacky kind of things. We need to keep Doctor Who alive. Um, there are two, a couple of specials. This is one of those specials. In one of the specials, Yaz admits to Dan that she's in love with the Doctor and has never really admitted her sexuality to anyone else. In the second special, which is um, Legend of the Sea Devils, terrible, terrible episode. I'm never going to cover it. It's probably my least favorite episode of Doctor Who ever. It's just mm. really poorly written, but also because it was during COVID and Chris Chibnall was forced to write it for an Easter special against his will. That's remarkable if you consider the penultimate episode for Tenant. Oh, yeah, that one's amazing. Is The Waters of Mars, am I right? Yep. Yeah, which is Smith's arguably his best episode. Yep. Best At least as far as, a, as far as a best, like, it's a single episode story. Yep. Hey, I guess the best single episode story ever. Um, but Smith's penultimate episode is Day of the Doctor, the 50th. Well, that's kind of gimmicky, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but still, but but still but he's going out on a high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a good thing there. Yeah, Um. in this, Yaz and the Doctor, it, like, admit their feelings for each other but because the doctor knows that she's going to die soon she says let's just live in this moment and then think about it later. how does the doctor know she's gonna die soon uh in flux time itself represents and says your story's ending soon wait there's a personification the of time itself yep okay cool on a planet called time i don't i'm i'm i haven't seen flux in like a year right i i but but basically, a, a, a creature goes. Your story's ending soon. Beware of the forces um, that are working against you and their master. And Jody goes, "Oh shit, the master!" And we go, "Oh shit, the master!" So basically, uh, that's all you really need to know. Yaz loves the Doctor. The Doctor loves Yaz. They can't do anything because the Doctor knows she's going to die and hasn't really told her anything yet. But you, that's, that's where we are. Now, this is the power of the Doctor. The, uh, October 23rd, 2022. It, like, a stupid time. Eight o'clock, I think. It's an hour and a half. We're going to try and breeze through this. There's a space train. There are people on board sending a distress signal because someone's attacking them. It's the Cybermasters from Series 12. They kill a load of passengers, but some other passengers shoot the Cybermen to the floor. It's all calm, but they're glowing because they're regenerating, coming back to life. And this is where the script goes. We're going to tell you what's happening just in case you're Ian and haven't caught up. Yeah. yeah how, how the hell would you know this? So, yeah, you know what? As far as, far as as far as that part of story perspective goes, yeah, well done. They establish early. Here's mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Although I don't think it really matters a whole lot in the uh, if it's totality of the episode. But regardless, yeah, yeah. good enough. So more crying for help and is there anyone who's going to hear us and yeah it's the doctor and friends but they can't land the tardis because the cyber masters blocked the field so they're going to jump and it's the doctor yaz and dan and team tardis or the fam as 13 always calls them start their descent and dan's freaking out because he could die and they have magda boots they get on the train and what's more important though is the cyber masters are now on top of the train and also inside and they're after some kind of crazy cargo so oh, i gotta be honest with you i was on cgi overload in this point i'm a lot just of this is very it's, green screen. it's very green screen and i know yeah. with dr coover's gonna be a fair amount of green screen but this was just the there's there's oh it was it was it was it, it was hard i'm just going mm. whatever the visuals are supposed to be 
Yeah, it was it was definitely a turnoff. Where like, look, I look back at Tenant's production values, and I used to always say, if 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 Tenant had had Matt Smith's production values, what could have happened? If yeah. Russell T Davies got you know the budget that was given to Stephen Moffat, what could have happened? I guess we're about to see next week. Yeah, I guess we are. But yeah. um, well, he he even said he was like, I always worked within our budget. I knew I knew the limits that we had, and I know know the limits that we now have. But it's a much higher limit this time. Yeah, um, this just felt uh, disorienting. I don't know, and not not in the way that it's, it's maybe supposed to be. A lot of purples, a lot of flashy colors. Yep. Anyway. Uh, Dan gets shot in. They're wearing helmets because it's in space, and Dan gets shot in the helmet, and he's like, "I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" And the doctor reverses gravity, so the Cybermasters fly into space, and Dan nearly dies again, but he's fine. And they go inside the train, and they split up. And Dan has the doctor's sonic screwdriver to halt the train, but he's more focused on the fact that there is a massive hole in his helmet. And uh, the doctor and Yaz go to save and heal the injured people, and Dan halts the train. And it's time for uh, the Doctor to confront her robo-brethren, because they're technically still Time Lords. And uh, they've found the cargo, and what's inside is a child! And before the Doctor can save the child, the Cybermen uh, oh. teleport away. It was great. It was the Doctor says, I'm the Doctor. I'm, I, I'm I will pro- I'm, you. I mean, I'll protect yeah. you. I will save you. And the cyber, the, the, the leader of a Cybermasters just goes, the Doctor lies. And they disappear. And I'm like, whoa. Statement and that's of how you open. Yeah. And that's the intro in Power of the Doctor by I... What's your thought on these opening credits? Because obviously we we've done oh, such a subtle version of, mm. of the of a sequence, isn't it? And it, I think it plays to whitaker's entire aesthetic which seems to be a little retro it seems yeah. to be a little late 70s early 80s a lot of this episode is me going hey this thing happened in the classic series yeah. this thing happened in the classic series this it, is a reference to a classic series this, episode this felt like chibnall's trying to str- stretch with his legs you know trying to take doctor who where it hasn't gone before but making up for that with classic who fans by force feeding fan service yeah, there is um, a fun fact that I did find out. I did a bit, a little bit of research for this. Um, this Chibnall wasn't told who was uh, succeeding him, who was going to come after him. The BBC didn't tell him about Russell. The BBC didn't say that they had a plan. As far as Russ, uh, Chibnall, Chris was concerned, this might be the final episode of Doctor Who. Oh, come so he- on. He wrote this in the sense of well, the 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 episode ends open ended because it goes we don't we don't know if this is like what's going to follow. We've not been told. Well, he, ha- he found he found out when we well he probably found it like a week before. It's interesting because there's 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 two ways of looking at final episodes, and for the most part, we've seen one type. But you get the idea where it's the end of a Doctor's run, but not the showrunner. And then you get what happens when it's the showrunner's last episode. So Eccleston's last episode is very different yeah. to um, Tennant's last Tenant's episode. Or, even yeah, even arguably, Matt Smith's episode is very different to Capaldi's last episode yeah. because they're handing their universe over. And usually when you hand your universe over, you tie up your little fam, if you will, and you yeah. make sure that everybody comes back. Or you have some nods to the mini universe within the greater universe that you have created. Yeah. That's why, like, uh, with Capaldi, we got Clara, we got Nardle back, we got all yeah. all of those things. Hey, remember the Brigadier? We we create. I created... Kate. Actually, I forgot. Chris Chibnall created Kate Stewart. Fun fact. I always forget that. 
Yeah, because he would have had an episode earlier. He in did. The he did the yeah. power of three. Yeah, for uh, yeah, I, that's, good a, that's a good episode. Good episode. Also, I always forget he show ran Torchwood for a long time, and Torchwood's good. Yeah, people seem to like Torchwood, and it's yeah. Uh, yeah um, First season isn't great, but the, but it, it progresses, and the fight that final series is. It's te- it's hard to watch, not because of the quality, because it's so dour. It's 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 expectations, though, isn't it? And yeah. he's he's being given the the keys to. He's been coaching the the junior varsity team for a while. Yeah, like, and then finally, Jack is in the doctor. Finally, you get given the keys to. All right, here's here, and with Torchwood, you can kind of go do your own thing. Like you're it's part of the universe as well, it's but you 15, can create so. your own lore. But the hard yeah. part with Doctor Who is you've got to be create your own lore, yes, but in a way that both recognizes the massive history that's preceded it mm. while also ensuring you don't contradict it or change things too much from a tonal perspective in a way that oh it, it's, it's a tough ask it's a tough yeah. tough ask i think this is it's different for like with comic books we just do whatever you want with, mm-hmm. with doctor who it's so difficult to be a showrunner i mean uh, Moffat was like, I, there was no one that wanted the job after me i just asked chris like on a whim because he just finished broadchurch so might as well it's a difficult there are not many people who are suited for that i think i think rtd is probably like he he knows what he's doing granted a good chunk of people hate rtd right now and we'll talk about that when we finish this episode um but we're in siberia 1916 father gregory otherwise known as rasputin to many people is asked to go to the winter palace because the tsar is taken ill his Meanwhile, face has been hidden from us and i went whoever this yes. is he's probably supposed to be important very important we're in London 2022, and a woman is in an art gallery taking a photo of the outline of a missing painting. And this is Ace McShane, the companion of the Seventh Doctor, played by, I forgot her name. I'm very, very sorry. So, who's this? Um, um, so, the question is, did you pick up on who this was at the time? Yes. I'm, so, I, you instantly went, I know who this is. Yes, but also okay. because in the the next time trailer, uh, oh, it shows they it. went his his Ace, his Tegan. They, these are your big players, and I went, oh shit, classic companions. Because I I love Ace, I love Tegan, and we'll get into that later. Okay, uh, but uh, she asked the worker like, what happened to this painting? And she's told it's being restored, but well, it can't be because this was restored just two months ago. Well, needed additional work, so she's on the phone later and says, well, fifteen of the world's most uh, well-known paintings have just disappeared without warning. And who's on the other line? Why it's Tegan Yavanka, the companion of the Fifth Doctor, and Tegan's in Romania because she's investigating the disappearance of a couple seismologists. So a dozen seismologists have gone missing, and a dozen paintings have gone missing. And those seismologists were looking into the the uh, rupturing of the tectonic plate. Something's wrong with the volcanoes. And I was going to say, if I may, uh, Ace yeah. played by Sophie Aldred and there Te- we go. Tegan played by Janet Fielding. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're, they're great. And um, I was going to say later, but you know what? Yeah, um, I, there's a lot of Doctor Who stuff that came out. If you're in the UK, uh, BBC iPlayer has every possible episode of uh, Classic Who, excluding, you know, the first one because of rights issues. Yeah, pop and up, also pop all. Yeah, all of the ones that got uh, junked in the 60s and 70s. Ethan's uh, TV lesson, the BBC did not want to keep episodes b- uh, of any show uh, because, you know, money and... No one thought, no one thought yeah. these things would have any value. Like, no well, one Even did. the moon land, they wiped the moon Oh, like, like well. it's yeah. insane what, what's been what's yeah. been removed and thought to be worthless because no one saw on-demand yeah. coming. 
Oh, God, darn. Because in a broadcast system, doesn't make sense because the numbers won't be that high. Mm. But then you make it on demand, it just sits there in the background. You, you, I just want to have it. Oh, it's, mm. it's, it's, it, well, look at the rise of every imaginable streaming service and you pretty much have it. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is this is the the Hooniverse. We're calling it the Hooniverse. Officially, the new era. Oh, is it okay? Is this yeah. where I get to go? I don't like these two very much. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh think, my! I don't think Chris writes them that well. I think Tegan's much better in the. I in think the, the 80s. writing's a bit. Eh. I think the acting's atrocious. I think yeah. the acting is horrendous, especially when they're going up against some really strong actors in this yeah. episode. Like really strong actors in this episode, and um, it's it's a shame. Um. I'm about to say, if you'd like to see them in their prime, um, there's a there's a new spinoff series the uh, BBC Russell has created called Tales of the TARDIS, and essentially it's an omnibus of like a, a story. So what they'll do, they'll open and you get your the the actors as they are. So you get Janet Fielding playing Tegan, mm -hmm. and then uh, Peter Davison is returning as the Fifth Doctor. He looks how he is, no CGI. He's just how it is, and the whole thing he's is how he is the, today. He's aged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's in. A, they're in a remembered TARDIS, and the whole thing is essentially it's a TARDIS which is going through timelines and all that, and bringing uh, characters together to reminisce and uh, so reflect are they, on the past. Of the series. So are they reminiscing, dressed in character, but as their yes. actor version self, or are they speaking as though they are the Doctor and they are the companion? There is the character. So it's the the fifth doctor going, Tegan, I haven't seen you in X. Okay. And Tegan's going, wow, that's crazy. We so need it's, to re remember. So it's sort of a fictionalized retelling of. Yeah, they're, they're like bookends, essentially. So you have okay, a couple minutes where they go, oh, we should remember this thing. And then the, the aspect ratio changes. Oh, and, and they then play the episode. We we play the episode oh, okay, and it's cool. it's it's edited down to fit like a ninety minute runtime. So they've done that with with Earthshock, which I'll bring up later because that's an episode that they reference here with Adric and the Cybermen. Well, that's for them. Uh, Seven and Ace get an episode as well. Curse of Fenric. They have the first ever anniversary episode uh, for the Third Doctor. He's dead, and so Sarah Jane. So we bring back a character who will also show up later on. And it's if I think it's it's baby's first classic er series if you want to really get in and celebrate it's it's for old fans to go, oh wow, these characters back. And then for new fans to go, this is an interesting deep dive into the this show's history. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does John Bishop get done? Because I think John Bishop does get done dirty in this episode. Oh so he does. I was so disappointed <laughs> so my, with John Bishop. Yeah. He just basically goes I think I'll, have we got to this part yet? Uh, not yet. We're about okay. To. Let's let's get yeah. let's get to it. <laughs> yeah, he was he was my favorite part of Flux and uh, the, the specials. But yeah, um, Tegan's been given a package with a Russian doll uh, and a card from the Doctor, and the Russian doll isn't is kind of weird because it's a Cyberman. Now, why would you send Tegan a Cyberman? Because she has a traumatic event with the Cybermen. And if you want to see me watch Tales of the TARDIS, Earthshock, it's all about that, that crazy thing. And we're back in Liverpool now. Are they still aware that the Master's a thing? They are. They've both fought. This, so is, the, this is ridiculous. The Master, this is ridiculous. The master killed Tegan's auntie. Okay, and and um, Ace's final episode, because Ace, Ace is in the final ever episode of Classic Who. It's, it's a series, it's an episode called Survival. And it's, uh, that well, they bring it up a bit later, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the seventh Doctor Ace and also the Master, and that's that's the final that's the final effort episode of Classic Code before you yeah it's her you McCoy, have all right? years in the movie yeah yeah did you know he was in the Hobbit and uh, we're back in Liverpool oh my wait hang on is he is he is he old man Bilbo? he's Radagast oh he's Radagast yeah he's Radagast in the Hobbit prequel. oh the Hobbit okay 
Yeah. I've only seen the first one. Yeah, he's the one that's got bird shit all over his like hair. All he's right. like, oh, the the animals are dying. Um, but uh, we're in Liverpool, and Dan lives right by Anfield Stadium. Is that's good? Good for good for Dan. And and um, I love. Can I say Liverpool is my favorite place in the UK? It is a lovely. I place. love. There's a short list, but Liverpool. Mm. I could go there for holiday once a year and just be happy. Yeah. It, it really it's, is it's, my happy spot. It's a lovely place. I understand. And, uh, now, now that I live yeah. in the UK and have experienced London experience, I, I know why the doctor is so fascinated with, with like 20th century and 21st century London. I'm like, it's, it's, it's just clear. Yeah. yeah, so am I. Yeah. Hang out here all the time. And uh, Dan's got a date, so they'll pick him up in 24 hours. Like, you know, you don't have to come back for me. I'm, I, w- I nearly died, and I don't want to push my luck oh. He he got he got nearly killed. Well, this is the thing. So the the last ep- one of the last episodes, Dan was in a time loop uh, on New Year's Eve, being chased by Daleks with miniguns, which would keep killing him over and over and over again until they were able to like stop the time loop. He's experienced death too many times for an average man, because um, he this none of this was his choice. He got kidnapped by an alien, and then the Doctor rescued him, and then the universe was destroyed. And he was just like, I guess I'm along for the ride. So, you know, this is this is his he just, you, he, he's done. Couldn't you have done this more organically at the end of that episode then? Oh, you could have. Like you could have. This just feels I out, out okay. of the universe, like okay. it was because his he was done and he could do touring because he's 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 a stand-up comedian, so he got to oh, do it, that. So my so my question yeah. is story perspective, is this done A to make sure that Yaz gets all the attention as the sole remaining uh, companion. Thank you. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Is it B, to make room for the storyline we're going to need with Ace and Tegan? C, is it some sort of a, because this is a very girl power themed episode. Yeah, but that's a, a lot of it has been, I've, I've found the team of crazy, like awesome women. Yeah. And 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 Dan gets in the way of that, or D all of the above. I think it's all of the above. I also think it's John Bishop was like COVID was kind of over. COVID was still kind of on, but he was like, I can tour now, so bye. And also, I don't think Chibnall had it. I don't think Chris really knew what he wanted to do because Dan's story kind of was, I'm in love with this woman. I'm gonna go into adventures, figure out who I am, and now I figured out who I am that's fine i nearly died and he he gets to show up at the end and the doctor understands i guess that was the hard part was about they brought him back yeah. so i'm like you're admitting you've done him dirty you're totally yeah. admitting you've done yeah. him dirty here and it's it's a shame um and the doctor's like i understand she doesn't like it but she gets it and here's ethan's big issue number one dan is left homeless dan's how when we were introduced to dan his house gets destroyed by the alien who kidnaps him yeah, I picked up this must have been a previous episode thing. Yeah, in, in the first episode of series 13, his house is shrunk and, and he, destroyed. And he's just forgotten this, apparently. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to have to bunk with my, my parents then. And the doctor's like, yeah, okay, bye. Piss off. Amy and Rory got a house. Yeah. Dan is left homeless. Yeah. Anyway, Dan says his goodbyes to Yaz um, and uh, tries to the doctor, but the doctor just shuts the door because she's not going to get goodbyes. But Yaz is great because... 
another thing, Yaz and Dan have spent more time together than uh, Yaz and the Doctor have because they were stranded in like the 1800s after the- Oh yeah, the Doctor got turned into a weeping angel at one point. It was a really cool episode. It's called The Village of the Angels. It's part of Flux. It's probably one of the better episodes, but she gets kidnapped by the angels and the Time Lords and Tektayun. Remember Tektayun? And um, so they're stuck in the 1800s for God knows how long in less like probably like six years or something, but it's a long time. And during that time, the Yaz are like, I miss the doctor. I love the doctor. So they've got this bond. So they, they say their goodbyes. And uh, while they say their goodbyes, a Dalek transmits to the doctor. And he's uh, the Dalek has information that's critical to the future of the humans and the Daleks. And they need to meet immediately. And he offers the key to the Dalek's destruction. And uh, the doctor says, well, that's new. It's not. Episode two of Capaldi's run, Into the Dalek, the first good Dalek, Rusty the Dalek, who hated the Daleks. I don't care. It's fine. Whatever. It, it's just that, wow, he's going to betray all the other ones. The Daleks like, we don't believe in the Khaled identity anymore, and the Khaleds have changed too much, so, you know, we've lost the right to survive. It's all that kind of, you know, ethno-state uh, po politics. It, it's, very, it's very Dalek. It's very whatever. And uh, the Dalek's like, yeah, you're gonna face the Earth's gonna get destroyed. So I'm gonna try and help you stop it if you know you get all this information and you can destroy the Daleks. Dalek hangs up. Yaz enters, and the TARDIS is locked on to where the missing child has gone to. And it's in 1916, but that can't be because there are one too many planets in the shadow of Earth. So now St. Petersburg, 1916, is Rasputin, and it's the Master, played by the wonderful Sasha Dewan. And um, the, the, this this woman's like, my boy's ill what, because of the second moon. And he's like, wow, that's that's crazy. I don't really care. Look into my eyes. Not around the eyes, but look in my eyes. And he does something that the classic series master does, which he could kind of hypnotize people and influence them to do whatever. And we get this. We've never seen this in the new series. I don't really care oh, okay. that we've not. It's just one of those. I was okay with this. At, yeah, yeah. The master's got this. in. Was, they kind of say that thing in um, series three, that like he has this influence on you. You don't really understand. So I, it's, it's that again. I do wish he tried to do something with it later in the episode with someone, some other point. Yeah, exactly. He just does it here and yeah. then goes, well, I'm going to forget about that power now. Yeah, and the master's like, "Hey guys, you should you, sh you should go on holiday, do whatever." And uh, they're like, "Yeah, you're you, you're you're the master. We'll, we'll, we'll obey." And uh, the TARDIS is in this new moon, and the Doctor says, "Well, is this volcanic life that's been turned into a planet using cyber tech?" And Yaz sees a second TARDIS, so something's wrong. And the text says, "Ha ha 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 oh. on it because it's you see we, we're teasing the Doctor." Is this this. This I remember, felt I remember in series four when that happened, but it was the word bad wolf instead. Yeah, yeah this felt like, do you want to know how I got these scars? Yeah, it's, well, it's very, he, it's very it's Joker. Like, he's crazy. He's crazy. But specifically the ha ha ha. That's well used in, in comic book stuff for, yeah, for the Joker. It's, I mean, oh. it's, a bit, it's silly. It, it's just that, wow, he's crazy. He's crazy. I'm not sure it and, lines uh, up with this version of the master. Everything I've seen. Uh, of the Dewan, they call him the Spy Master because it was in an episode called Spyfall. Cute, cute pun of uh, Skyfall. Yeah. Um, they are oh, they they really they waste Stephen Fry and Lenny Henry in that episode. Such a shame. I really just um, yeah, they're, they're two great guest stars, and they're both kind of wasted. 
but yeah, he's kind of crazy. He's kind of wacky. My favorite part is um, he uses like a face, uh, like mask type, like a, a psychic face mask to to hide his face because he got he's he hides in Nazi Germany for a point. And the doctor's like, "How are you doing that? You're not very, you know, you're not white." Because uh, yeah, he kind of gets in the way of the Aryan yeah. race kind of concept, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, I'm just like a psychic projection. So she's like, cool, Sonic's his, his psychic projection off and says, now they'll see the real you as he gets captured by Nazis. What a fucked up thing to do. One of the worst th choices anyone's ever done for a doctor. Oh, that feels weird. I'm going to leverage oh, the Nazis um ethnocentrism is not a strong enough word but that's what i'll use yeah. i guess at this point truly um, terrible and i'm gonna i'm gonna sort of by default use the nazis as the tool of my punishment for the master it is one of my least favorite i, I like jody's uh doctor overall but this is one of the worst choices that they ever made for, yeah, what, for a character trait when do you what want me hell? to give we're gonna wait to the end when, when am i gonna give some sort of verdicts on my jody feelings when, when are we gonna do that Oh, we can we can do it now. Like right. it's yeah, because uh, because I saw season one, Jody, and I was like, okay, well, they're they're trying real hard here. I really liked. Mom. Yeah. I really liked Jody's energy by the time this was done. I think, oh, it, it was going to be a difficult task no matter what, and I think Chibnall lets her down massively. Yeah, with a lot of his his story and a lot of his dialogue. I think yeah. those things both don't help. The episodes he doesn't write, which uh, which is uh, it's really just by Blake uh, Maxine Alderton, who did The Haunting of Lydia Die, which has um, oh who who wrote uh, Mary Shelley? It's Mary Shelley, okay. and uh, the Cyberman Shard, who we'll see later in this episode. Fantastic story, one of Jodie's best performances and speeches, and she also does Village of the Angels, which again one of the better written episodes of of Jodie's tenure, and I, I think that's more. Uh, I said to someone yesterday, I was like, I think my issue with Summer Chibnall's writing is he either he pads or he overexplains, which makes the dialogue kind of fall short at points because it feels like we're meandering to get to a point each line sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And but yeah, uh, that that's where we are. So the the, the it's a torn and the core of this TARDIS is being used to uh, use the planet structure and. The screen, meanwhile, shows there's some kind of energy source, and they go outside, and it's been cloaked, and a quick sonic reveals that it's a child. The Cybermen took. It's that one from the beginning. But how can that be? Another sonic, and it's another cloak. It's another layer, and it's actually a conscious uh, piece of energy, and it's pretending to be a child so it can be protected, and it's called a quarrings. It's sentient energy, and it's able to power civilizations and planets and... The doctor's never seen one before. First time for everything. And this the is cool, like, yeah. and and her and Jodie Whittaker's performance of it is fantastic. Actually, yeah. she's good, and she's apologized. She's like, "This is this is awful. It's been imprisoned." And she's like, well, "Why are the why are the Cybermasters here?" And then they fire warning shots. They say, "Well, the Master awaits." So they run back to the TARDIS because everything's going off. And Kate Stewart now phones saying, "I need some help." She's like, "Is it really that important?" He's like, oh, "Okay, fine, whatever." So they go to 2022, and it's a new unit I HQ. No, it's Doctor Who, and as a result, I know that we have to forgive the concept sometimes of things not lining up necessarily as you would. If they're in 1916, and I know it's things don't happen in linear stereoness between these two timelines it is the future this is the past this has already yeah. occurred that is still yet to go and it, it, it is one of my 
one of my great is going, you know, why is it phoning this version of Jodie Whittaker at this moment? Why wasn't it the version of Jodie Whittaker from three episodes ago or two seasons ago? Heck, why wasn't it Matt Smith? But, yeah. okay, uh, I know you have to, to do, do it. To I do a plot. I know for it. narrative cohesion, maybe you need it, but it just strikes me as it's always my big thing when they have to jump between timelines and communicate between the two. It's just always there. I've... I it's it's one of those things. There's like the TARDIS fluid is non-linear, but also linear. It, it's it's what it is. They have met before. That she was in flux. There was there was that thing. Unit got destroyed. Like like, like there's a thing yeah. where like the people in 2023 should not be like, oh, there was a second moon. That's just we've we never noticed there was a second moon before. No, they would always know there was a second moon. It's part of how time travel movies work. Time's in flux. Uh, time, like the the universe, is currently in flux, and we'll, we we can talk about that le- later as well because of a thing that released the other day. Um, but we're in Unit HQ, and Kate's like, "Oh, you, these paintings in the, the seismologist, isn't that crazy?" And she's like, "I don't really care because the Quarrynx is the thing." And Kate's like, "Okay, but don't be angry because I've got these two new freelancers, and Ace and Tegan are preparing to face the Doctor again because." For Ace, it's been about uh, 38 years, and for Tegan, it, I think it's, she said 27 or something like that. Can I just say that I liked Ace infinitely more than I liked Ace the is, other one? Oh, Ace is great. Ace, Ace is, is great. one of the yeah. best companions in the classic series. Um, she's the voice of Dennis the Menace, she's, which oh, I always really? thought was fun. Yeah. Wait, wait, which Dennis the Menace? Dennis the Menace? The British, the British Dennis the Menace. Is, is it like a cartoon so like, version of that? Yeah. All right, so, okay. like, when I was a kid, there was a Dennis the Menace cartoon, and he was voiced by Sophie Aldrin, oh, and I never okay. realized until recently. Yeah. Um, and also, they're like I said, they're both not great actresses, but the one who plays who's not Ace. What, what's what's the other one's name? Uh oh, got Janet Fielding. Is that the actress's name, or is that the character? Oh, name? that's the actress's name. She plays Tegan. Tegan. Yeah. Uh, yeah by far a worse actress i mean neither one of them are great she's horrendous and gets worse when she's by i mean she's she's terrible when she's by the lake in romania because she's just acting to a phone that's hard she's not bad when she's bouncing off ace although the scenes of the two of them and the woman from unit are horrible (laughs) but the the group is like wow don't even get me started on when she's like saving the day later on with the Cybermen. Like it's, oh, it's, it's, and I know that classic Doctor Who is kitschy. That's part of a deal. And I get this. These are never going to yeah, be great it's, actors. It's a goofy little thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they definitely played true to that. Wow. It's weird though, because both, um, both Tegan and Ace have appeared in uh, Big Finish, which is like the, the audio dramas. And obviously, you got to do a lot to like just do voice acting for that. Yep. And they do it really well. I think it's this because they're they're, I think they're pretty good in the classic series. They're they're both pretty good in uh, Tales of the Tardis. This episode lets them down a lot of places. Okay, and the Doctor's shocked. He's like, "Oh wow, companions! That's crazy!" And they're like, "Wow, you look pretty good too." And Asus says, "That's uh, that's a good look on you, Professor," because she never called the Seventh Doctor the Doctor. She was called uh, him Professor, so that was cute. And Kate says that she's making a network of all these different people who travel with the Doctor so they can protect Earth. And the doctor's like, oh, so how are you guys? And Tegan's like, you just piss off. I hate you. And it's been 38 years since she just got left after the events of everything. And who's, okay, the doctor's not back yet. This is just the two of them and Kate from unit, right? Oh, no, the doctor's here. Okay, so Yaz is here as well then, right? 
Yeah, and this is when like, hi, I'm Yaz. Like, yeah, we're, we're who you were. You you're, you replaced us. We're, this isn't. This is is nothing new. It's like um the Sarah Jane episode in series two where like she's like, oh, so yeah, you you should drop us off and replace us with like a blonde or something. Yeah, uh, is this Mandip Gill? Yeah, this is Mandip Gill. Yeah, oh, uh, she's great in the scene. Like she's the, 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 she's... the idea of the fear of being abandoned. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so just bring us up to speed, Kate. What's going on? It's like, okay, cool. Loads of paintings, the Mona Lisa, the screen, and loads more were taken because they've been defaced with the face of Rasputin. And um, this, I mean, this thing where we're linking volcanoes to paintings, the volcanoes have a very real plot element to it. The paintings yeah. are just, oh, he's wacky. Look, <laughs> look at him putting his face everywhere. Look if they that, just got rid of the seismologists, message. that seems to have been like no one would have cared. But it was the Venn diagram where both of these things have happened that made yeah. people go, we need to get unit on this. <laughs> this is, the yeah. painting thing is so dumb. And Ras, uh, they're like, oh, that's not Rasputin. That's the master and Tegan. And I was like, oh, no. Although the paintings <laughs> are really funny. Yeah. That. They all have they all have his face. It's great. I wonder like, if girl with earring as well. I wonder if they're going for. Do you remember how big of a selling point uh, Vitardis in 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 the sky with the stars was? Like people yeah. were like buying it as a poster or framing it. Like it became like legitimate. Like I still see it was see pop it, culture like, yeah. that like transcended into just like this thing. I cool wonder. Painting, yeah. I wonder if that's. I wonder what they're going to do with this because I think there's something I've, I've not seen it anywhere. Oh, I'd love, I, I'd love to see. I it. would get Rasputin, Master Girl with with with, with Pearl I would do that. Yeah, it's it's great. And um, then boom, we got a video from the Master. He's like, "Cool, I've got an invitation to feel the Earth move with all my seismologist friends. We're going to talk about tectonic plates." And the Doctor says to Ace and Tegan, "You know, it's good to see you, but I got to go because there's a lot going on." And then she touches Tegan. And she gets electric shock, and Ace does too. So she's like, "Oh, that's strange." And Sonic says, "The as if biggest to scan it. yellow yeah. visible spark." <laughs> oh, this was this was this was a choice. This was a choice. And uh, we're in Naples, and uh, we're at uh, the the con the conference. The master's giving. It's literally got audience- a banner that says "International Seismologist Conference" or something like that. It's the most generic thing. And the why is, why is he doing this? Is he doing this just to? Is it? Is this whole thing designed to get him? This whole thing is designed. This is the Joker, right? He's he's yeah. This to is that I want to be kidnapped. It's like Loki in Avengers One. You think you're trapped? I'm trapped here with you. You're trapped here with me. Like. Because I'm here, the Hulk can get free, but all that kind of thing. Okay. And uh, he shrunk that he shrunk all the audience because uh, the the Delgado master from the classic series could shrink people, and this master really liked to shrink people too. Tissue compression and it kills them, so it's just a load of dead people. Cool. And um, he did the same to Tegan's auntie, which is always fun to bring up. And um, the dog's like, "Why are you here? What's going on? How do you escape Gallifrey?" <laughs> the monster's like, "Doesn't matter." Cool, because Gallifrey exploded with okay. the master on it. We're just going to yada yada through that. Yeah, yeah. That we yada yada through it, and it's like, the, the cyber master should be dead too, but it doesn't really matter, because whatever. I don't care. Like, we, we've still got like, we've got an hour left. And um, he's like, I killed the seismologists because they're a warning, and you got to leave Earth, or you're going to die. And because I've said that, you're going to do the thing that will cause you to die. Isn't that crazy? I gave you an out, but you're not going to take the out. That's mad. And he's like, no, this isn't just the day you're going to die, actually. You're going to be erased from existence forever. You can't leave. 
and then Yuna enters the room and with soldiers. Both, and both, actually, all three of our principal players are really yeah. good here. Whitaker. Yeah, as the Doctor and the Master, yeah. Yeah, the, the, I'm trying to get the names up just to be, uh, everything's called by their character names. But Jody, Ooh, uh, Jody Whitaker, Whitaker Mendel, Gil, Gil, and, and the guy's name? Sasha Dewan. Sasha Dewan. They're yeah. all fantastic here in their mm. own ways because Jodie Whittaker's doing it silently and just reacting, processing what's been heard. Yeah. As, um, is it Dewan? Dewan, yeah. Then sort of um, evokes with, with, with dialogue, you know, and it's, it's exposition and it's designed to be aimed at Yaz, but really it's designed at us. Yeah. And it's the way, how do you tell us? You tell her brilliantly done and then mm. yaz has got this fear already of being um neglected rejected and now we add to that the fear of just losing the doctor full stop and the idea that yeah she's not going to back down it's not who she is um a really important scene i felt mm. and he's like cool i'm being arrested i can't wait to go to unit and the i, ho I hope i hope i'm going to unit <laughs> like he's literally yeah. saying what his plan <laughs> is and no one's like maybe we pivot i love him he's great it's not just like Give Yaz a gun. Yeah. Give her a gun. We're going in the TARDIS, and you're going to have a gun pointed at you. Could, That's how serious. Could you see Smith or Tennant doing this? I can see. Well, I I can see Tennant doing it for the for the sole reason. Remember how how much he was like, I want that gun in the final episode. Yeah, the man that never would kind of thing. The doctor's always someone that's. But does I can it, see? Did, did it feel like I can't? And, and I haven't seen the previous one, so actually, this isn't a fair question yeah. for me to ask. But it is this conducive with the character's development we've seen. Is this the because it didn't feel like this was a breaking point with with with, with Tennant, It felt like this was. He was being worn down. He, the burden he was carrying was so heavy. He was mm. worn and driven to that moment. Is that a similar thing here? Or is this just a big... Because Yaz seems really surprised. And not surprised in the... Uh, as does the master. And not surprised mm. in the whole like, oh, I finally accomplished it. But surprised like it's a bit of a left turn. I think I think it makes sense. Like her her second episode, remember that really boring episode where they have to race to get to the TARDIS, and she's like, "Ryan, guns are bad. Remember how bad guns are. Never use guns, Ryan. I hate guns. Also, man who shot all the spiders later on, who was Mister Big in Sex and the City. Yes. Guns are bad. Yeah, uh, it was I, I loved him. He was. I great. saw that one. That was. A, I mean, it was silly. It was your typical but Doctor Who silly episode, episode. But episode. I was it's cool fun. with it. Yeah. Um. Oh, you want to be a few? Got a lot of people. Hate that one. Oh it's really? Fun. No, I'm okay it's, with that. It's a silly. It's. I think it's. It's. It's just a fun, silly episode. Um, I think it, it makes sense because she's like, yeah, guns are bad. I hate guns. I try not to do right. violence. So it shows. Last season, it sh she genocided the Daleks. But okay, eh. okay, okay. Yeah, but this is very much like just, just. This is just. Wow, things have got really serious. If Yaz gets a gun, and Yaz's like, yeah, I got weapons training. This is fine because remember, Yaz used to be a cop. Okay. We we always. Oh yeah, 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 episode yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheffield, yeah. Sheffield and all that. Yeah. Never think about it again. And um, then I put, yeah, there is an hour left of this. And uh, we're in the TARDIS and Yaz is like, I don't really care about you trying to mess with my mind, the master. And he's like, oh, I'm not trying it. I'm, I'm just trying to fuck with the doctor. Like, it's not about you. But I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be real painful for you, Yaz. I'm not really sorry either. And um, he's in the doctor's head. And but who cares? Because we get another warning from the, da the Daleks. And the master's like, why are you talking to Daleks? What's going on? Because, you know, 
Maybe his plan's going all a bit wrong if the Daleks are getting involved. And meanwhile, hey, look, it's Vinder from, from Flux. He was in the last series because John Barrowman couldn't couldn't be in it because, you know, he did he he put his penis on Jackie Tyler's uh shoulder and she didn't like it. Jackie yeah. Tyler, is that Rose's mom? Yeah, that's Camille Cadu. And then there, there was a lot of things. So basically, a lot of stuff came out because John Barrowman did a lot of sex pest stuff, and he'd like go into people's, uh, into women's like trailers naked and put like his junk everywhere and send them photos while they're on set, so they they couldn't do anything about it. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm not really sorry for it because I'm going to keep doing it." And he did it not just on Doctor Who, not just on Torchwood, but then on like a load of American things, so like uh, Arrow and all those like DC shows. So he's kind of been blacklisted, yeah. and they don't they. I had no one to this degree. I just knew about the yeah, stuff. I just knew recently. about him placing his member on people. That's that's, that's, yeah. that's all. And it, it was like got to that to that point. So like we don't really want to associate the same with uh, Mickey from it's, from Doctor Who as well. Who's Nikki? Mickey, Mickey, uh, oh, Mickey. Rose's oh, yeah, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, I, heard yeah, that, I think I think what what he did is much worse. But they they've been lumped in together because they were so like close and they and such yeah. important parts of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of 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 the relaunch. I mean, they were the two mm. really really key male characters outside yeah. of the Doctor. Um, what's the deal with? I I know. Um, oh, what's his? What's Mickey's real name? Noel. Noel Clark. Noel yeah. Clark. I don't know Clark in 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 his sort of situation, uh, which is still ongoing actually legally. Yeah. If memory serves. Um, John Barrowman, it's been pretty quiet. Has he been completely sort of eliminated from, I'm assuming he's not doing any like signings or he's not doing comic cons. He he shows up. He was still at some conventions and then not many people showed up. And then he had this really weird video where he was like, he was like, look at all these people that have come to see me. And it's a load of fans. Like you're never going to get rid of me. And everyone that's weird. Mm. Why would you say it? It's like, you remember that Kevin Spacey video he did at Christmas and <laughs> everyone's like, that's he, really weird. He did it as president. Like, it was like yeah, half it was him and so half president weird. Underwood. Yeah. He did it with no, the like, accent and the whole nine yards. Yeah. Like figure like time Ooh. and place. This is, this is strange, but yeah. Um, and before you ask, because I don't, this is the captain of the unsullied from game of Thrones, uh, Vinda. Ah, cool beans. Yeah, yeah, Jacob Anderson, I think, is his name. Man, he's gotten into a couple of big franchises there. Yeah. Yeah. And um you ever see Game of Thrones? I did. I finished it uh, about two months ago. I enjoyed the ending. I'm like one of the only people. I think it's because I knew what was going what was gonna happen. I went, okay, I'm setting like my standards here. This, this, this. Kinda kinda makes sense. But I enjoyed the journey, even if the ending was bit strange kind of have him a lost i was thinking yeah. about whatever things can we do on the pod and i was like lost my lost is too long 22 episode <laughs> seasons it's just yeah. too long game of thrones is the right name i might even have a name of a name of a show title for it so mm. but i was Plus just it, go- it makes sense because it's kind of the zeitgeist again because of uh was it house of dragon yeah house it's interesting Dragon's very good and just the idea that it's, i think enough time's gone by but you could actually go back and give it a and give it a Arigo. It would be five years next year that it ended. Just ideally, you want someone who hasn't seen it before, so you can kind of go go through that lens. But yeah, yeah, and it would break Georgia, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if Liam's. I think Liam might. I don't know. I mean, a bit too gory, but oh, it's like gore, but but yeah, that the red wedding bite. But there's a lot of nudity, so I think you could probably talk Liam into one. I think you can like even the battle of the bastards out with how much nudity there is. I think I think you're probably right. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Uh, Vinda was in the previous series. He was like, he was our Captain Jack Stanton, essentially. He was like trying to figure out what was going on with the flux and everything and help the doctor. So again, this this probably would have been Jack if if everything didn't happen. And he crashes Man, on the moon. Wouldn't that have been interesting if it was, especially because he with- he showed up. 
Yeah, also especially with where where the series is headed back to. I mean, to have that bridge yeah. between this era and that era in a way that would keep going, really interesting. Yeah, well, apparently Torchwood is come, coming back in some way. Eve Miles, who was like the secondary lead, is is being featured again. And she's been like, yeah, I don't talk to John Barrowman. John Barrowman isn't part of what I'm doing anymore. So they're kind of steering away, but also I think Jack's story kind of ended. Uh, Jack showed up in that same episode where, where he found out there was a, another doctor and he was like, Hey doctor, don't give this crazy uh, thing to the Cybermen. And she went, okay, I won't do that. I'm going to do it. And then she did. And then he showed up in a new year special and then we never see him again. He's just gone off. Um, but that's fine. And Vinda's crashed on the moon and he's like, Oh, there's the TARDIS. I know the TARDIS. And we go back to 2022 and the master's have he's having a great time. He's he's insulting everyone. He's like, hey, Kate Stewart, remember your dad who was friends with a third doctor? He was dumb. He was a right idiot. How stupid he was. He's he he died a long time ago, but real, real stupid he was. And um he sees Teague, he's like, How's your dead aunt that I killed? And she's like, I hate you. And she she uh he asks Ace, you know, how are you? And he's like, last time I saw you were a cat because he was in the episode Survival where he tried to gene splice himself with cat people to survive. Hence name Survival. Didn't really work. Uh, then then he got turned into goop for the movie. And then he was, there was John Sim. So yay, synergy. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm sure you guys will be really safe that I'm in the building and the doctor's gone because she's gone Dalek hunting. And he's still riffing because he's crazy. And uh, Yaz is like, can you just tell me what's happening? And the doctor says, I don't have any time to tell you. He's like, well, make time for me. Just make time for me this one time. And th it's weird that there are Daleks and Cybermen and the Master all the same day. And she's like, I'm very scared, Yaz. And I'm worrying, you know, the Master has this plan that's involving the two of them. And then the static shock happens on Yaz as well. And she does the song to see what's going on. She's not really seeing, seeing what's going on. It's all part of her plan. And uh, she brings Yaz up to speed about, you know, the Daleks and they land in Bolivia and they meet this Dalek and he's like, cool, here's all the information. And Yaz and the Doctor have split up, you know, just to cover more ground. And the Dalek shows up and Yaz sees more Daleks that are planning something else. They've got this big drill and they're going to drill into the tectonic plates and blow up a lot of volcanoes to destroy the Earth. Meanwhile... Uh, the doctor gets kidnapped by some Dalek. She's like, oh, so this Dalek was a traitor to me. And they're like, no, the Dalek was a traitor to us. So we're going to kill that Dalek, rip it open, destroy its little squid body, and put you in there as a moving prison. Can I just and say that the, yeah. the, 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 the Dalek squid body still grosses me out to this day? Like, I can't I look at it. I love how ugly it is. Yeah, oh, I just brilliant. can't look at it. Oh, it's it's horrendous. Like, really, whoever came up with the character design of that, well done, because it's flipping gross. It's amazing. I watched, um, cause the first ever episode of Doctor Who now is a story which is called The Daleks. And they kind of show the squid body, but it's just like this, they're like, what would we have like a weird rubber thing that we're going to throw out of the Dalek just to like do whatever. Uh, fun fact, this is the 23rd of November. I said, uh, if you go on BBC four at like, I don't know, half seven tonight, if you're in the UK, they have colorized the first ever, they've colorized the first ever Dalek story with the first Doctor. They've cut it down to a smooth 75 minutes, so it's not 178 minutes, because that was 100 minutes too long for a story like that. And it's, uh, they made a feature length, colorized version of the black and white thing. It's, it's really cool. And I'm looking forward yeah. to watching it. That's, it's a nice way they want to try and get new viewers who might not want to watch black and white stuff. And also, cause they're like, always like, three episodes oh i'll tell anyway. you what like i teach dracula. they're too long i teach dracula to yeah. uh 
we just marked some of their mock papers. Um, and the number of students who are like, sounds important because it helps us understand what's going on because the film's in black and white. And I'm going, yeah, you can still make out people and what they're doing. It seems to be such a barrier. Yeah, it's, I've been, I've been going back. I'm on the, the second series of Classic Who right now. Uh, I just said goodbye to Susan and I'm sad. But, um, but no, that's like, they're like 40 episodes a series and they could do with cutting like half of those episodes. They just go on. Yeah. Could you film it each week? It's like, it's just like a, a, a soap opera. You just boom, go boom, to the next boom, kind boom, of part. Yeah. Who is they're like 25 minutes, but they feel like an hour sometimes. Let me ask you a question. Is it the yeah. same composer? For this, as has all, is it is this still Murray? Is it Murray Gold? Is that no, uh, this is Sagan Akinola. He uh, he he had his tenure from like from the start of Jody's era to the end, and Murray Gold is back. Hot take. Didn't know that. Hot take. Really didn't like the score in this episode. It's the definitely. I the thing is, I like Sagan's. Uh, I like his thirteen theme. It's very subtle and nice for what it rep, what yeah, it's supposed to be. I, as far as wait, is they this never the, used thirteen's theme here though. Oh, the theme. Oh, okay. Like her, her, like her. Yeah. You know how like each one uh, Matt Smith has. Like, I can, I, I can. Yeah. Here's the bump, bump, bump. I don't want to. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah. Bum, bum, and thirteen's is a lot more subtle, and I really like listening to it. It's not really used as much. I like Sagan's score, but it's a very di it's very different to that big bombastic because oh, it's it's one guy in his synth compared to the National Orchestra yeah. of Wales. It it just felt a bit flat, a bit uninspired. I mean, one guy in yeah, his synth. Yeah, no, you, I get, you I get can, that. It's, you, you can it's, still it's, layer it's stuff taste. and make it. Yeah. it just it it wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting, and that's that can be yeah. okay. You can subvert my mm. expectations. Go check out our episode on No Country for Old Men, but mm. um. Yeah, I just if it, it it felt like we were doing a little version. So that's that's a discount supermarket over here in the UK. It felt like though we were doing. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. We were doing the the store brand soda rather than. The, Unfortunately, than you can say that a lot about who, uh, and it's a shame because uh, Doctor Who was a bit was a Saturday night thing, half seven yeah. Saturday night. You it, sit down, watch Doctor it, Who. Event television, like for those yeah. eight or ten weeks that you had new episodes, that was mm. your Saturday night. Like it was centered around there's a new episode on. Yeah, yeah. And then Jody's era it was eight o'clock on Sunday night, mm. and everyone's busy. Everyone's doing something else on a Sunday. I got a podcast I record. Yeah, like that was the thing. <laughs> I love. I was watch. I was keeping up to date. We were doing. We were doing the Flint Street Nativity. Remember that? Yeah, it was five years yeah. ago. We were, we were doing a show and we. we was that Jody's um, era back then? Jeez. That, yeah, Jody's era started October 26th, I think, um, 2018. Wow. We, we were rehearsing for a show and it would be we'd finish at 10. We'd maybe like all chill at the, the social club for a bit. I'd go home and then it'd be like 12 o'clock and I go, I really want to watch this episode. I'm going to wait till Monday morning because it it's so late to start yeah. something like that. And they're like 15 minutes long. And that was, that was, was a shame. I never, I didn't really watch a, an episode of her stuff live until like COVID because we weren't rehearsing for yeah. it. <laughs> and there was a year gap between 2018 and 2019. Like there wasn't any Doctor Who on either. It was a shame. But, um, you know, the, the Darks kidnap the Doctor and they, they go off and the master, uh, you know, 
uh, Yaz goes back to the TARDIS and uh, we're back at Una HQ and Tegan's like, hey, I remember that weird doll- uh, Sideman toy I had? Well, it's fallen out of my bag and is standing up. And the master's on the CCTV going, <laughs> do you really think the doctor cared about you enough to send you anything? This was all my plan because I know you'd keep it. And it's not a toy. It's a tissue compressed Cyberman. And you know what tissue compression can do? It can also reverse. And it's not just anything. It's a Russian doll, more on the inside. And this is Ashad from Series 12, who is uh, he's a really interesting concept for a site. He's a man who willingly got himself upgraded to fight in a war. But the conversion went wrong, so he's like 50% human, 50% Cyberman. So he has all the emotions of a human, but because of that, he has the rage that a Cyberman has of impurities. So there's, there's this really interesting thing. It's never really, really focused on because we didn't have time for that in uh, the Series 12 finale. I liked it. Um, yeah. It's similar to... Um, it's a terrifying design. If you ever watch Star Trek, The Next Generation, it's similar to the Borg Queen, who is mm. Borg, but, 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 but more than Borg. It has, yeah. has a humanity, has an individuality in a group that's supposed to be about um, assimilation. Yeah, it's like the 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 Sidemen's version of. Do you remember Dalek Sec? There's the episode in series three where they do a like a species conversion of a human and a Dalek. So you've got this human body, his little squid head with his little oh, like, tentacles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was Andrew Garfield was in the episode. How crazy is that? It's the the Daleks take Manhattan like the Muppets. Um, but mm. yeah, he's he he's in full size. He opens up, and uh, there's loads of Cybermen. It was like an infiltration key, and the Shard's here again. And he's like, "Yeah, I blew, I killed the Shard last time, but you know, I cloned and brought him back." And he doesn't seem to mind this can, time. Can I just mention that it seems like the Master has a two-way video feed when there's no proof that he should have any sort of visual confirmation on the other side. I like to think he's my. I the the dream for me is the. Uh, like in in an ideal world, he says this, and like, what, what what are you talking about? And it hasn't happened yet. And these are the <laughs> cue like, lines. They, 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 they've, yeah. they've, they've carefully rehearsed this. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very theatrical guy, but there are multiple sidemen, and it's like uh, it's like Doomsday. Remember we had Doomsday, and there was that big uh, Dalek prison that was shooting the Daleks out from mm-hmm. like the void. It's that again, but it's a shard from series twelve and sidemen. And uh, Tegan and Ace uh, get some guns and they start, start firing golden bullets because Cybermen in the classic series had a aversion to gold, but they've upgraded that weakness and they don't have it anymore. So the more Cybermen are about and there are more uh, unit casualties and Ashard just, he brutalizes everyone around the master's cell and he frees the master and the master teleports away and the Dalek does the data transfer and it's all, it's all, it's all whatever it is. And uh, as... Yaz is back in the TARDIS. She's trying to pilot to 1916 and she's got all these sticky notes to try and help her pilot it. And she's like, I give up. TARDIS, help me. I'm talking to the TARDIS. Just help me. And then there's a video feed to the TARDIS and it's Rasputin Master. And he's like, hi, I'm I'm calling this. Uh, this is the Master's Dalek plan. And that's a joke because in series three of the classic series, there was a story called the Daleks Master Plan. And that's for all the classic fans and people go, I know Doctor Who to go, ho, 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 ho. That's, a cl- that's a funny joke. Which I, is helped by the fact yeah. that he explains it to us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, either way, the plan's going to kill the Doctor uh, with a little help from his friends. But they all hate each other the Master, the Cyberman, the Daleks. Like, yeah, you know, what, you know what's stronger though? I hate for you, Doctor. And you know everything else? It was just a diversion to get you alone. 
And it's a three-phase plan, but she's not going to see it. She won't get to see it, but everyone else will. Because the Doctor's not going to be there to defend the Earth, and it will fall very, very fast. And he says, I'm going old school, like the Elders of Gallifrey. Remember the ultimate sanction that the uh, Time Lords gave you for breaking the laws? And this is where I go, see the second Doctor episode, The War Games. It's a 10-part episode. I no one needs it to be that long. They're recolorizing it. God help those recolorizers. So this is but something this is, that they've talked about before. Yeah, this is oh, so enough. the second Doctor's final ever ep- story uh, ends with the Time Lords going, Doctor, you we're not we don't want you to meddle in time ever again. So we're gonna force a gen- regeneration on you and exile you to Earth, which is then where we get the color era. So we then get the third Doctor, and that's why he like majority of his time. Uh, when he's the third Doctor, is on Earth at Unit with Sarah Jane and everyone. Who's the third so Doctor? Uh, he's John Pertwee. I have, uh, John Pertwee. A, si- I have yeah, yeah. a signed photo from John Pertwee and Katie Manning. I'll bring Katie Manning up in like an hour. Uh, but yeah, she, they were the companions there. And um, they were, he's like, yeah, remember that thing like 45, 50 years ago? Yeah, we're going to do that again, but this time we're going to force it. And... Uh, I'm gonna be the doctor, and uh, I mean, he not really... that, that part's a bit yeah. weird. Yeah, it, I've never seen this. Is like a, the regeneration stuff they've done. Degeneration, they've done. Rege- I've never seen force regenerate. I've never seen regeneration to the point that another time lord can go into a time lord's. But there's probably some like probably some book from 1983. Because his plan is both a to incapacitate the doctor and b go around doing things in the name of the doctor, saying that and, and therefore ruining the reputation. As long as you get the doctor put away somewhere, can't you just go around doing stuff claiming you're a doctor anyway? I've had, I've been I've, it's been it's been over a year since this episode aired, and I've been saying for for over a year, would have been really interesting if the 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 doctor didn't regenerate into it was just a body swap, whatever it was, we were just a body swap, and then we get, like we get Jody, be, yeah, we get Jody being the master, and we get Sasha trying to act as so we get oh that's gonna be cool, and so it's yeah. kind of like face off, and so you've yeah got, exactly. Yeah, where, where Nick Cage has to do his best imp- impression of John Travolta doing Nick Cage. Yeah. Oh, I would have prefer- would, would, loved that. That'd be great. That'd be would have been so cool. Because then, not only... Because there, there's, the, there's the scenes later on where the Master's like, I'm the Doctor! I Yes, you love the Doctor! And blah, blah, blah. I think it would be a bit more... Uh, impactful if we're seeing Jody doing that, screaming at Yaz, knowing that she's not actually the Doctor, but whatever. On a uh, side note, because yeah. I don't know where else I can do this, I'm yeah. hor- uh, horrendously in a good way. I'm I, I'm so, mm. I was so impressed with, with the Master in this speech, in this scene. Mm. And I'm, I was sitting there going, oh, this guy's really good. Really, He's really so good. good. And yeah. so I was sitting there earlier on when we were recording going, I don't even know where to place him because John hmm. Sims really good. And the woman who plays Missy, her name escapes me. Oh God. Um, I can, I can see it. She was in a show I watched recently. I'll search it. But, um, She's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm going, wow. I don't know where to place him in the three. There's only three masters I've really ever known. And the yeah. old guy who's a master for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, knowingly as the master. Um, so I'm sitting here going for those three. I mean, I don't even know how to how to. I think John Sim takes it for um, historical significance. Yeah, 
but man, they've done brilliantly all three times, and it means that someone has big shoes to fill whenever he gets yeah. them. I was uh, Missy was Michelle. Uh, oh, I just had it. Uh, Michelle Gomez. I was gonna say I knew it was like like a Hispanic sounding name. Yeah, her surname. Oh, she's yeah. so good. The thing I I do like uh, the the old. He's uh, Professor Yana. I uh, I can't is Jacob Jacob something. Uh, I I. I think he's a good mar he's done uh, he's done the audio adventures where he's played because he's he's the master during the time war. So you've got like God knows how many years where you can go, look at all the crazy stuff he did against John Hurt. So you then have John Hurt and it, it's yep. it's good. But again, it's not TV, so I kind of put that in my own little like enjoyment circle. Yes. Uh but no, I th I think Sasha Duan is he's he's fantastic, especially with because he's in He's in Spyfall. He's in that. He's basically he's been in three episodes essentially. It's three stories: this, uh, the opening of series twelve, and the ending of series twelve. And okay. he's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's fantastic. And I was sitting there going, "Oh, mm. there's some real, there's some real skill here." Because mm. um, it he gets he gets probably my favorite master reveal of 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 all of them outside of like yana and Mi missy's like my number one reveal oh missy got spoiled oh, for me so. god yeah yeah well, maybe one day we'll get because that was going to be the next episode we did oh yeah yeah well, well yeah and yeah, yeah uh, the master like yeah when i ransacked gallifrey i took all the stuff needed for it but i couldn't do it fully with the power so i've got the conversion plan i've used the quarrying so i've used all of this the cyber masters and he's like cool it's time to do it he presses a little button and some music plays and of course, it's Rasputin by Boney M. And he's dancing, having a good time as the, so, the disco happens. This could have been so bad. This was I know. so good. It's, it's so in character. And there were all these jokes before when the trailer first aired. And it was like, wow, he kind of looks like Rasputin. Wouldn't it be funny if you played that oh, song? And he's so oh. good. And the Dalek looks at the Cybermen <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, it's so good. And it, it, it lasts for just the right amount. Of yeah. It's not the full song. It's maybe like 40 seconds. It doesn't understand its welcome, but it also yeah. gives you enough that you're like, is this really happening? Oh, it is really happening. Yeah. The, but the cutaway to them looking at each other. That's a great joke. And uh, Yaz gets Vinda's call for help. And so I see this, this strange TARDIS. I need your help. You need me, my help. And then uh, Yaz gets the, gets the call from the master at the same time. He's like, you, you're gonna say goodbye to the doctor, yes. And the TARDIS tries to lock on to where the signal is, and Yaz can't do any. She's just forced to watch this, and they both go. The doctor and the master go in these glass booths, in like uh, like the ending of Tennant's episode. Yeah, and and this is the plan. The doctor's gonna be turned into the master, and the doctor starts screaming for Yaz because she begins to regenerate, and it works. The master is in the doctor's clothes and his his corpse is like just there and the dog's the master the master's the doctor and i'm gonna just keep saying the master because the, ma the yeah, doctor master we is, can, is, no, is we can, boring we can we can yeah and the tardis materializes just moments too late and yaz is horrified because the woman we've been told she loved is gone just for she says where's where's the doc where's my doctor he's, he's she's gone She's gone forever, mm -hmm. but but don't worry, everyone. You'll get used to me. Everyone get used to me, and maybe there's there's probably a joke about like different iterations of the Doctor for for viewers, and he's like, well, I need a companion, so let's get in the box, let's go on an adventure, Yaz. 
and she follows me. I love this because because the, yeah. the, the words were the right words, but of course they feel so they feel inauthentic wrong. and wrong yeah. and hijacked and oh, it's. And the more enthusiasm that the master presents these lines with, the more violated I think our yeah. understanding of who the doctor it's is. Like sickening. I, I, it's a really interesting. Um, I'm gonna crap on large parts of this episode. This ain't one. Yeah. Anything with the master. Well, 95 percent stuff with the master yeah. ain't it. Like this guy and yeah. the writing for him is spot on. He's great. And we're in unit, and Kate, Ace, and Tegan are trying to figure out a plan and. It's like, well, we've got these parachutes. We'll just jump off the roof. And she stashed a load of stuff from 1987. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. Oh, by the, by the way, by the way, house. by the way, when I was up here earlier, I stashed some things. Oh, this sucks. We've written ourselves not into back. a corner. We've written ourselves into a, into a top floor of a building. How do I get myself <laughs> out of this? Oh, earlier, I dropped some stuff here. Hope you don't mind. This is this Ace's, is this is yeah. the magic doohickey of all magic doohickeys. Is Ace's, Ace's foresight from yeah. Ace's foresight. She's got her jacket. She's got her baseball bat, which is modified to blow up Daleks from Remembrance of the Daleks from nineteen eighty eight, probably. <laughs> so you know, it, it's for fans to go. I know that. I've seen that. And I went. I know that. I've seen that. Anyway, I don't know how else uh, you get here, but yeah, I was just yeah. I this this is this is. This is fan wank. This is all fan wank. <laughs> and uh, the master's like, I'm gonna, I, I can't, I'm gonna do whatever I want as the doctor. But th he's still getting the strange regeneration energy because he's very early into the regeneration. Remember, later the regeneration is still new, so some things, like he can be healed or whatever. Remember, remember that for like thirty minutes. Uh, and the Earth's, you know, it's becoming a foundry for the Cybermen and the Daleks, and that'll def this that'll turn into a civil war, and it'll it'll be like Doomsday Part Two, and that that that's 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 for the future. The Masters and Kegs, as long as it causes the, the Earth to be destroyed, and he wants to ruin the Doctor's name, and so the Doctor's name won't bring joy and happiness, but fear and pain, and there's probably some kind of meta commentary there about how, you know. The, the franchise is seen in the eyes of the general audience. I don't know. I don't, can't I don't just ring up, to delve into that. Can't you just ring up and order a bunch of pizzas and then not pay them? Or not well, leave so, it, or or like not leave a tip because that seems to be a big yeah. thing these days. Well, it's like a, there's like a thing as well where like everyone's like, you remember uh, Doctor? There's like a big thing in Smith's era went, Doctor, we get that name from you and they're all soldiers that say that. But yeah, whatever. I was, I was it, a, that's yeah. a good episode. Yeah. And yeah, it's like you're still not my doctor, and he's, he's like, "I am the doctor. I'm a doctor now." And I, he's so good, and he's so he has, good. I don't think Mandelkill's actor because that that's that, that she's flinching, she's terrified because you know you, you're right in someone's face. And oh, let, me, uh, let me just say this right now: this guy is the best thing about this episode. Like the guy's yeah. the guy's outstanding. He 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 really. He brings this episode a lot higher than it probably should be. Yep. I say as I, I read agree. this, I, I, that. I enjoyed it when I first saw it, and I'm, I'm going to bring up probably why I enjoyed it a bit later because the, there's a there's a little different element there, and the story on reflections all over the place. But Sasha Dewan's great. Yep. And uh, Ace and Tegan are going to jump, and Tegan's like, "This is my fault." So I'm going to stay with Kate, and she goes back inside because you know we we need to split everyone up and. The master's watching these two warring planets that he must have caused to be battling. He's like, "Yeah, this is this is what I want. I'm the doctor, right?" He tells like a like a little floating camera, "I'm the doctor. I did this." 
And his costume has changed. He's got elements from every single Doctor. So he's got uh, the fifth Doctor's jumper. He's got uh, like a scarf from uh, Tom Baker. He's got, uh, I think he's like, he's got 12 pants or something. There's like a whole thing going on. Like he has, he has a, has a recorder that the second Doctor had. So you've got, you've got every single thing. I'm amazed there's not a Fez. And uh, Yaz uses this moment to shove the master out the TARDIS and fly the TARDIS and where's like, well, okay, you'll, you'll be back. And he plays the recorder. And uh, we then cut to the 13th Doctor opening her eyes in this golden light. And it's this weird barren world. And there's a, there's a, there's a guy sitting there in a robe. And it's the first Doctor played by David Bradley again. The last time we saw, you know what? The last time I saw David Bradley in Doctor Who, he was also in a Doctor's final episode about regeneration gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Capaldi, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, so help me out here. So this is someone. This is someone who's just really a really good pass for for uh, Hartnell. Yeah, uh, if you've seen, oh, he was—he's that—he's that dickhead who causes the uh, the red wedding in uh, in Game of Thrones. He's oh, the one shut that, up! It's he, him. Yeah, he, Wait, yeah is, Arya, Arya he, steals his face. Isn't he also in uh, Harry Potter? Isn't Harry he the Potter, one with the cat? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, that's a. It's, yeah. about, it's a really good. It's a really good passing resemblance. I think it's respectful. Um, I was, um, I was I was sitting there going, AI's come really far. Like, man. <laughs> He looks a little, but no, he looks pretty good. No, he's the makes... third person. He's the third person to play the first Doctor on the screen because for the the biggest crossover they've had was called the Five Doctors, and that was for the twentieth anniversary. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, it's nineteen eighty three, and uh, William Hartnell passed a long time before, so they got someone who kind of looked like him called uh, Richard Herndall. But I think uh, David Brown, he he's a he is phenomenal it's so he, weird to he, see him in, 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 like, in like a good in a positive light yeah yeah and um i david bradley he I, as i said he's in the same biopic as sasha dewan uh he plays william hartnell there he's he's fantastic in yeah, that he's good. Uh, i think oh, it sorry, should be yet. coming it should be coming to iPlayer soon um i think that's some right stuff because i there's there's an ending there's a there's a thing with the ending there which um they have a certain actor just like for, for the ending say look at the future of doctor who so i think they're kind of rejigging that to be more updated now because it's been 10 years on so it could could be tan it could be shooty who knows anyway uh david bradley's first doctor's like you're you're one of the more determined ones out of us i, I gotta say and she's because she's refusing to pass through and uh she's like well the question is what is it and then we we move the camera and it's the sixth doctor played by colin baker and he says, well, what are we, we going to do about, about this predicament you're in? You, this is supposed to be a title that's handed over and you, you, you can't ruin it for anyone else now that Master's taken it. So the fifth Doctor, played by Peter Davison, says, well, this is, this is going so well until now. We need to change this. And the Doctor's like, well, where am I? And then we have another camera movement and it's the eighth Doctor, played by Paul McGann. It's his first time ever being on tv in doctor who yeah because he had that web spot that web mini so didn't he yeah he's really good in uh, that he's really good in oh that. he's yeah he's great um i he, he's the movie doctor right he he's the movie doctor he's the one he had all the audio event he's great in the audio adventures i would love there's rumors that because the hooniverse is expanding they officially called the hooniverse uh, we have these idents now, you know, like when you watch Star Wars on Disney Plus yep. or like a Marvel thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's a lot more succinct, but it's this big fanfare of welcome to the Hooniverse. And 
And it, it means we get the ability to maybe get some more Doctor Who like shows because it's going to be on Disney Plus. If you're outside the UK, Doctor Who will be on Disney Plus now. Uh, just from now, we're in a weird little time period. If they where, do ancillary yeah. shows like that, yeah, where does that land? Is that BBC? Is that that'll be B- will that be iPlayer for us? That'll be yeah, but that'll be BBC. So that'll they, be iPlayer. Let's for say us. they do a special series on yeah. Oh, I don't know. The equivalent of a Sarah Jane Adventures, which is kind of like what they were trying to do with a, a, a universe anyway back then. That's like Ace and her amazing pals. Sure. Let's say that. Sure. Ace, yeah. Ace and her bunch of over 60 girl, girl powers go out and yeah. uh, and uh, use their baseball bats to to bring some change. Yeah. Is that going to go on the iPlayer or is that going to go on Disney Plus? Uh, that'll go on iPlayer for us. So basically... Uh, uh, Disney have the streaming rights, so it means that, like, you know, there are sometimes, like, in America, something will air on ABC or the CW, and then in the UK, we get it on Netflix. It's Certainly. that same kind of Certainly. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're not in the UK, and you're like, I think it's 137 countries I guess across my question the world, is, who's, who be on, on who's footing the bill for the, So, if they do the, the, the you know, aces, aces, um, yeah. you know, um, if Disney foots the bill for it, which you would think they would, if it was about their global it's stuff, of, it's, uh, it's about fifty-fifty. Oh, okay. Um, that uh, the Tales of the Tardis show, uh, it's not coming to Disney Plus because that was paid. They used the uh, the was it the TV license money for that. So that, right. that is a that is a uh, iPlayer only thing. They're trying to find a way around it just because licensing things. But basically, from what I've heard. They got like a sizable amount of money from Disney for it, but it's basically just go. Here's some money. We're gonna have your content, but also it's like uh, like when Netflix or BBC have like a like a a conjoined production kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it, it would just be in that that same kind of kind of vein, I guess. But you know, I I there's a rumor that essentially the Eighth Doctor might get some kind of show, and I, I'd like that because. TV movie ain't great. It's not. It's not amazing. It's not terrible. It's just. It's, it's. It's there. It's supposed to be a backdoor pilot. It was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for an Americanized series. Remember the episode of Community where they like Community totally rip, rips yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. Whether you the the American Inspector Space Time. It's like Luke I'd Perry. also predict it kind of predicts like oh we all hate the the first female uh, Inspector with Nardole. Nardole's the one that says it because it's Matt Lucas. Yes. Yeah, well, no, that's well, true. Yeah, that's, there that's very, that's very funny. There's a crossover. Um, but yeah, and the 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 eighth is like, yeah, this is the uh, this is the the edge. Uh, where, yeah, that's my notes. And you, you're not going to move through. You're not you're not finished yet. This is where every iteration of the Doctor passes through, and it's like, well, this is this is strange. But the vestiges of the Doctor's consciousness, fragments of of ourselves, and uh, from the, we're from the past. Says the seventh Doctor. He shows up for a second. They morph between all the different doctors and uh the they're all wearing robes except the eighth doctor and 13's like well why why aren't you wearing a robe he's like well i don't do robes uh paul mcgann i forget from from liverpool good old good old liverpudlian doctor all right and he's like i can do whatever i want and the seventh doctor said well there's always one because you know we're manifestations of ourselves we choose whatever we want and this is the edge the edge of existence the fifth doctor says it's it's symbolic. It's just the subconsciousness. It'll, it'll do that. That's just our. It's essentially our way of going. Here's inside the mind of the doctor, but also this is how we're going to visualize it for the audience in some kind of big. And how we're going to explain it away that we're not all yeah. in one place. Yeah. The, the world between worlds. If you're Star Wars yeah. or like uh, the where the the ring user goes and Lord of the Rings, that kind of thing. 
And this is where you pass through during regenerations. But once you go through, there's no going back. So you've got to stay here. So the master doesn't have full control. And, uh, you know, there's there's something here about about different time lords coming through and to the the forefront that might have been there before. Interesting little nod for the future. And uh, time's running out and they, they have to come up with some kind of plan and uh, they're like, well, the master's newly regenerated, so he's going to be vulnerable, so they need to get help from the outside. And there is a way, and the doctor now needs to think by herself, because all the other uh, guardians of the edge have left. And now with Yaz, and this is where the plan comes into fruition, we're greeted by the doctor's hologram, the holodoc. And uh, it's supposed to adapt and respond to, you know, whoever this hologram is working, because when the doctor static shocked uh, all the the three companions we saw it's a way of getting a an ai telepathic field to still have the doctor around and it's been changing for thousands of years the doctor's history and it's like but, but we haven't brought it up one. until this very moment you remember in series one where uh, the doctor's like rose go in the tardis because i've got you've got a brilliant idea and then he locks the door and there's that hologram it's like this is beta code something soon it means I'm dead or about to die. It's it's yeah. we've done this before. And uh Doesn't one TARDIS, of them do it? Yeah. <sighs> they do it with, with uh the TARDIS itself when the doctor's dying in um Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah, I was wondering does 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 Eleven do it? Eleven Isn't there something with like either um when he's dying after he's being poisoned by River, he talks to the TARDIS like I need a AI interface of someone that uh someone I like, and it's like, would you like Rose? Would you like Martha? Would you like Donna? It's like, someone whose life I haven't ruined, and then we get like, AI hologram of little Amelia. Uh, Amelia Pond, that's who I'm thinking yeah. of, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is all the, this, all that, and the TARDIS materializes for Vinder, and Yaz brings Vinder up to speed about this episode, and uh, Yaz is like, well, well, hologram doctor, how, do, how are we going to stop a forced regeneration? He's like, what is that what's happened to me? Because that that's uh it's only possible with like extreme circumstances. That's really, really bad. And uh, you know, anything could happen uh at this point after a forced regeneration, she says, like maybe maybe in, in an old an old face being brought back in a, in a new regeneration cycle. Though my theory why that's happened is very, very different than than this. And uh we're back at Unit HQ, Tegan and Kate have come up with a plan to stop the Cybermen from going inside, like leaving the building. And they're going to contain and uh, do a containment instru- uh, termination, which is blow up the building, leaving all the Cybermen dead. And uh, she's going to offer, Kate will offer herself as a distraction, so a Shad goes to find her. And Ace tries to get ready to jump, and she jumps, and her parachute opens, and then a Shad sees her, so starts firing and putting holes in her chute. But the TARDIS arrives just in time, and she slides into the TARDIS, like, wow, I really like this TARDIS. And that's the first person to ever say, I like this TARDIS interior. What do you think of this TARDIS interior? Uh, I'm indifferent. I don't know. I think the time to talk about it's generally right when they switch and you go, oh, let me look at the uh, yeah. differences are most, yeah. most apparent to me. Uh, I'm trying to, I remember Capaldi's was very sleek and great. It's very much, it was like, it, he kind of just had Smith's second desktop but like they kind of yeah more yeah things i thought it was all right um it didn't it didn't nothing sort of rang, rang out to me i guess i'm just a 
Yeah, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm just a big believer in 10 and 11 star decisions, but they're my guys, yeah. aren't they? So I mean, yeah. once you have the definitive thing, you have to kind of go different to be different, and uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, mm, The interesting thing, at least, I guess, the, the, uh, it took me a long time to get used to it, because it's so, it's like dark and shadowed, and I'm not sure really how I feel about it, and the, the rock plinths are a bit weird. Um, they use the, the whole structure to make it look like a campfire when they do the Tales from the TARDIS, because the whole thing is this TARDIS is every TARDIS combines. So they have elements of each one. So when they sit down to discuss it, uh, this TARDIS's console shrinks down almost to look like a campfire as if they're telling stories, uh, which is really cute. So I guess in retrospect, there was a good there was a good job there for that. Long as it doesn't go all white, I'm okay. Huh? You might you might have a terrible time soon. Uh oh. Uh oh. From from what I've they're they're redoing the TARDIS and they're like we're gonna bring it back to that old sleek look because uh, the original TARDIS was white for a long time. Yeah, I, it just it just yeah, looks so pearlescent. It just looks so low production values by doing this. I yeah. think I think the the use of of shadow in the TARDIS is so good at suggesting the mystery and the uncontrollable, you know essence that 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 mm. sort of hybrid between um sentience and machine that the tardis is as opposed to it's all white it's just like oh here's a new here's a fancy piece of tech i think i'm hoping it'll be because like it's so i don't trust a leak i don't trust a rumor really there's like all these different things so if it is kind of white and sleek i think it will look a lot more more modern and won't be like oh wow low budget i think it'll be very interesting to see i think it'll be a nice blend of uh, what is it? It was, um, it's like probably like a slightly whiter version of Capaldi's maybe. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait until December 9th, I guess. Yep. Fair um, and Yaz asked, Yaz says to Ace, can, we need to go to, to wait, wait, you, you, said, you said December 9th. Why December 9th? December 9th is the final of the three, uh, of the three specials. What are they hitting three specials in like two weeks? So we go, we go, uh, November 25th, December 2nd. And then December 9th. So wow. For the for the next three Saturdays, we're getting Doctor Who. And then we have a two-week break. And then on Christmas Day, we get the Doctor Who Christmas special, which we shooty got was first proper episode as the Doctor. That he's gonna be in these three specials in some way. And are they being we don't know how? Are they being dropped onto Disney Plus? Yeah, D Disney Plus is how we found out the Chris that we're getting an episode on Christmas because okay. they went, here's our festive lineup. And they went, Doctor Who, I'm just the church on Ruby Road. I'm just trying to figure out how, how I'm going to watch this thing. So there we go. No, yeah, no. so it will be, so for us, it will be Saturday, uh, Saturday nights or at 7.30 on BBC One for the next three weeks, wow. which is really cool. And then, and I'm probably like four hours later, the rest of the world will get it on iPlayer. So it'll be like the 25th to 26th. It'll be like kind of a... A split between it really depends where you are, but it'll be in it, let's say like a 12 hour time period from when it's half seven in the UK. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, Yaz says to Ace, you know, okay, you're gonna go to Bolivia and stop the Daleks with the volcanoes, and Yaz and Vinda are gonna go back to the master and say, I'm really sorry that I abandoned you. And Vinda's hiding at this point, uh, so the master thinks it's still just Yaz, and he's like, okay. I guess it, we're going to go for that adventure. So the master goes in. He's like, it's my plan. It's my turn now. And Vinda's hiding in the, the shadows with a gun uh, in the TARDIS. And uh, Tegan's running about and she gets jump scared by the doctor's hologram. And it's 13 at this point. It's like, wow, this is really cool. You're doing a good job. And then she starts to phase in between 
from Jodie into Peter Davison, the Fifth Doctor, and uh, Tegan's emotional memories are affecting the interface. And I, I got to put all cards on the table here. When I first saw this, I started crying my eyes out. Doing the notes last night, I also was crying. The Fifth Doctor is my favorite Doctor. My Doctor rankings like 5, 12, 3, 10, 13. <laughs> okay, those are those are not lot of numbers you just threw at me. Um, yeah. five. He, yeah. Which one's five? Five is Peter Davison. Ah, Otherwise, Peter Davison. David Tennant's father-in-law. Mark, question mark Doctor, right? Ah, uh, that's the seventh Doctor. Oh, who's fa- okay? Which one's? Jeez, the seventh Doctor's um, Sylvester McCoy. They kind of both have. Oh no, no, marks, that's not but, who I thought. Yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, cricket Doctor, right? Cricket Doctor. Yeah, that, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Peter, this, He's this got is he's doctor. got sorry bigger question marks kind yeah. of thing, but not yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. This is David Tennant's favorite Doctor. This is yeah, it's, it's uh, the Doctor's daughter. Yeah, this, this is yeah. Um, I, he, he was my first classic doctor. I, I had a, uh, there was like a subscription service. You get all the, the new doctor who episodes in like a, every two weeks. And, um, they were like, we're running out of episodes cause we're catching up with series four, have the big celebration episode, um, for the 20th anniversary, of the five doctors where, uh, it was, it was the first doctor set doctors one to five all came together. And I went, oh, wow, the fifth doctor's great. And then they started playing the fifth doctor stuff on, in, on like UK TV. So the fifth doctor and the third doctor were like my classic doctors. And I, oh, I love them to the point that I have a signed third doctor photo. But seeing the fifth doctor playing, being played again, not, not de-aged, just his, just his, his age. It was, oh, it was great to see. And he, she's like, you look really old. And he's like, look, look who's talking. And he's like, well, I'm, to be honest, I'm pretty surprised you even remember what I look like. And he look, he says, he's like, you think that when you left, I never once, I, you, I never once thought of you. I never forgot any of you. And she says, what do you think I'm thinking about right now, seeing these Cybermen? And he just says, Adric. And I start crying again, because if you want more context, watch Earthshock. Earthshock was the first real episode of Doctor Who where they went, oh, we have stakes and we have consequences for companions. And it was a really interesting um, fallout. They never really talked about it afterwards. And they talk about this. They say, well, we, yeah, we didn't talk about it. And I should have. And um, I'm sorry for that. I just can't, I can't move, like, I can't focus on one thing. I've got to move move on. And uh, he he then says his his thing. He always says to Tegan, which is, now, Braveheart, Tegan. Good luck. Don't get killed. And uh, she goes and she's like, yeah, I missed you. And she she runs off and her trauma is like briefly, briefly discussed. So she gains enough courage to to go through and still escape. And we, we go to Bolivia and I go, ah, I don't know what's going to happen next. And we see Ace and she's sneaking about and she's like, I can't get killed by Daleks. You know what? You know what I do? I, I've got that Nitro 9 though, Professor. And the, the hologram doctor shows was like, oh, Nitro 9. That's a thing from 1988. That's brilliant. Remember that thing from classic Doctor Who? And she's like, oh, so it's fine if if I blow stuff up when you give my, me my permission. That That's fine, Trask. Nothing's changed. And then she morphs into Seven. He's like, well... I never said it was fine to blow these things up, but sadly, it's sometimes the only solution. But you got to give fair warning, and uh, he he just wanted her to to get good habits, and he clearly failed. And Ace says, "Well, you didn't fail me. You, you made me the person I am today." And she apologizes for them falling out and for her leaving and not understanding the burden the doctor carried. And the doctor says, "Well, eventually, all children need to leave home sooner or later. So the joy is to, to watch them fly. And she asks if they're good. And he says, we're better than good. 
we're race. <laughs> and this is this has been all up to interpretation. Uh, when Classic Who ended, uh, the Seventh Doctor and Ace were the last people on the screen, and he gives this this brilliant speech. Um, and it just ends. They, they didn't know the show was ending. They were told like maybe a week before they filmed this show is going to end. So it was a a very sudden cancellation and final episode. Um, so as far as like TV was concerned, they they ended up they just went on more adventures, but in like expanded media they they fell out and all this different stuff so it was just that over like between between 89 and now they just had some big argument by the time of the tv movie ace isn't around so it was just how to explain ace wasn't there we just say they fell out because of all these reasons and i guess we you know we we pitter patter through it it's just it's just chris chibnall going i used to read the books in the 90s and that's what they said so here's the canon here there's no canon in doctor who but whatever and she's like, cool, I'm going to use my Nitro 9, which is an explosive thing. And she prepares her back, goes around the corner, and nearly hits Graham! It's your mate, Ian! Yes, yes, and my own personal. And to see Graham again. Uh, without Ryan. I did kind of go, where'd he come from? Yeah. And spent the whole half of the episode going, oh, there's a trick. This is somehow the master has done this, <laughs> and he's not real. Because they kind of like- was Graham the entire time. Did, did, did I miss something? Do they ever explain- they they say that um he was there on investigation because basically when when he and ryan leave the doctor's like i've got some psychic papers for you and you're gonna do you know if they wanted to do a spin-off i guess like ryan and graham saving the world like sarah jane adventures of torchwood yep. and they could do they could look into alien investigations i think it's supposed to be implied that he did this on his own volition but from later on i think it's that yaz Yaz picked him up in the TARDIS, sent him there, which uh, this, this is, Could this you is just going... I guess, I guess you want the reveal to be... Yeah, you, you do yeah. this for the reveal, not the actual like logistics of the world, because in actuality, Yaz would go, you're going to go to Bolivia, but I'm also, I need to get someone else, and then we get... Whatever. I thought they had great chemistry together. Oh, they are. These they two are, are These two are great. I'm like, I'll watch a spinoff of these two going around. Oh, I love that they, they they have a beautiful chemistry, and um, I lost my notes for a second. But he's like, yeah, I, I last time I did this, like I I blew up a Dalek in 1963. That's the year the show came out. But he's like, well, 1963. How how old are you then? He's like, you don't ask a gentleman never asks an age, especially not on the first date. Graham smitten. Yes, and I I don't blame him. And uh, we go to Kate, and she's got this laser wall all of a sudden to block off the Cybermen. And she's like, "Okay, I've got, I've got a stalemate for you. H here's this thing: you're gonna release all my, all the unit soldiers from the conversion, from everything. You can have me because I have, I have the plan. I know the everything. I know the strategic plans of the world." And he's like, "You're stalling for time. I know you're stalling for time." So which I, we're which gonna I always appreciate a yeah. villain who's like, "Yeah, I, I know what you're doing." Yeah. Yeah. Ashad's always been that like you think you're three steps ahead but he's like I don't care about the steps I'm blowing it up and um, he's like cool the doctor's not going to save you so uh, I'm going to accept you surrender and we're going to start converting you immediately so Tegan at the same time is climbing through like an escape hatch uh, via a ladder and she slips and Ashad hears her because she makes a sound so he punches through the wall and the sidemen start blasting her and she just falls uh, we never get an outcome to how she survived. I guess the implication is she had the the parachute, but we we gloss over that the next time we see we see Tegan. 
Yeah. And uh, at the same time, the master's like, cool, Dalek, Simon, kill everyone on Earth. Unleash the volcanoes so the, the Daleks go to like destabilize the tectonic plates and Ecuador starts to erupt in Indonesia and Iceland and everything's going crazy. And Yaz is like, you're never going to be the, the, the actual doctor. And he's like, well, actually, the Daleks and Simon are better companions than you, Yaz. You suck. And she says, well, if they're such good companions and she starts to touch her shoulder, why didn't they spot her coming? And it's the fugitive doctor played by Joe Martin. And she's like, who, who the hell? I don't know who you are. Who, who are you, mate? And she's like, she doesn't know who the master is. And that, that gets to the master. He's like, but I, I know every version of the doctor. I don't, I don't know you. What, what, what is this? Yep. And, uh, the, the Cybermen fire at her, but she's a she's a hologram, so the Cybermen all get hit. And welcome to Ethan's big issue number two. And it, I, I just wrote, for fuck's sake, let Ethan rant about the wasted potential of the Fugitive Doctor and the wasted talent of Joe Martin. Joe Martin is in ooh, like three episodes. In only one of those episodes, she her character is there in person. The other time, she's either a hologram or a vision. And this whole thing, the, 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 this, this is what bo always bothered me. The fugitive doctor was supposed to be this big, big thing, this big mystery. Who is she? What are we going to see? And every time we see her, she is a hologram. She is a vision. Only once she's there in person. And she's like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm gone. Bye. And we might never see her again. I don't know if Russell's going to bring her back or she'll get a series. She's got an audio series, but, you know, that's not like... That's for people like me, not general audiences. I've always been bothered by how how little she was she was used in the show, especially because Shooty gets announced. They go the first black doctor, and then I have to go. Um, actually, here's Joe Martin. They go, who's Joe mm. Martin? The first black female doctor. Was she used? Well, no, she was never really there. And it's, it's a shame. It's it's it's, it's um. It's difficult. It's like, it's like a technicality, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah, what they mean by the first black doctor, obviously, when they're promoting this such, is the first yeah. person who's been our titular. Well, then I guess she's still titular doctor, who's been our protagonist doctor. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Like and had a whole series. It is it is their story. Yeah. When instead, um, the uh, what's the term we're using here? The the fugitive the fugitive doctor. doctor yeah is being utilized as a uh, an accentuating piece, a way to build lore. Now, I, I think it's a giant missed opportunity if this is all mm. we ever get of this. I, I, hope, I hope, it might be like a Paul McGann thing where she gets like a nice, she actually gets You'd some, hope it's like River yeah. Song where River kept showing up yeah throughout and and maybe we'll get a full run maybe we'll get maybe we'll find out that the run's only actually a couple of specials or something like that mm. i'd um, be fine with that yeah i i think now that you've gone ahead and said doctor uh you yeah. either have to build in the backloading and go through the, the entirety of their story which might be a nice shooty gatwa uh sorry what was this actress's name uh joe martin joe martin combination episode Mm. That might be really interesting to help the doctor realize more about who they were. If it is, is a previous iteration of a doctor, but if it's a future iteration of a doctor and you got to work that into your line of succession and you got to figure out who and where and when and why. Yeah. Um, and while well, also course correcting on why this doctor doesn't remember anything. And of course, this is a, this is a hologram projection. So the version we're seeing here isn't even canonical. 
it's, no, that, it's, that's, it's just that's a, the, it's just a, a security protocol, which yeah. actually, but the fact that it's in the system would suggest it has to be a past version. That that that's the so like everyone, it's either it's a pre first doctor doctor, yeah, which I it'd be fine. I don't really agree with because when they do the reveal that she's the 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 thirteenth doctor, uh, unlike so the only uh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. So, like, when we do the reveal of the fugitive Doctor being going, hello, I'm the Doctor, uh, she, like, the 13th Doctor uncovers this buried TARDIS, but it's the police box, and it's established very early, like, in the second ever episode of this show in 1963, so, like, November 30th, the Mm -hmm. the first Doctor goes, it's weird, it looks like a police box still, dear, dear me, that's wrong. So the, the implication that the, the TARDIS, for some whatever reason, like you can just go because the tar the thirteenth Doctor's TARDIS there, it's it's melding into that. But the Doctor never meant the th- the fugitive never mentions that. So I my brain has been going. This is between two and a three because of the exile. That that's the only way that I can comprehend it. I don't really care about canon at this point or can like canon like can, whatever because there was a there's an argument everyone's having about davros right now and i don't really care about the argument but like canons whatever everything changes i think at best this is just like a lazy writing thing to go that's the tardis i know that that's the tardis that we know instead of like that spherical tube one but i i whatever um i'd like to see more of her because it feels like a waste of potential but the, the future will the future will tell i guess it, it if if it never gets mentioned, it never gets mentioned. In in the in the eighties, the sixth Doctor Colin Baker had a story where they went, "Here's a future Doctor called the Valiard, who's between the twelfth Doctor and the final ever Doctor." And it's like that they went evil for a bit, so I wanted to mess around with the Doctor. It's it's one of those. We'll never we'll, we'll never go around to it. But he he's more to the Doctor Who lore. Here's some old mystery. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, the Cybermen are all on the floor, quote unquote, dead, and. Uh, yeah, I was like, you've been outsmarted by the doctor again, and she's not even here. And uh, they, they're like, get in the machine. He's like, okay, well, if I don't, so they put a, a gun. Vinda shows up. He's like, I've still got that gun. I'll shoot you. And he's like, I'm not. You're not gonna hurt me. So, so he does like a stun blast on on the master's shoulder. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll go in. I'll go in. And um, he's like, well, are you really gonna let him shoot me to your doctor? He's like, you, again, you're not my doctor. And um, the Cybermasters start to regenerate because they're still Cybermasters. And the future Doctor talks Yaz through how, like, to harness the radiation energy and to reverse the, the force regeneration. And it works. This, this and, was classic yeah. Doctor Who. We're going to talk our way out of this thing we've done. Yeah, it's, it's, you're we're going to see a, a load of mumbo jumbo. You're going to see a lot of sparkly lights in a minute, guys. But this is just realize we're, we're fixing it. Yeah, it's fixed. And the master starts to regenerate and his scream is like, don't let me go back to being me. And uh, the Guardians of the Edge start uh, morphing around the 13th Doctor. They give her the last bit of advice, which is good luck. And with that, 13 returns again, or is it technically 15? Because the master doctor's maybe 14. So this is the 15th regeneration or the 7 billionth, because we don't know how many timeless children there were. And I, I can't be bothered to count because... I kind of like the Timeless Children as like a concept, but it's just not fully established. Yep. And the Doctor's like, I'm back, and I'm really shocked by all these clothes I've got. And she's she's thanking Yaz, and she's like, oh, cool, my, my AI hologram plan worked. He's like, oh, wow, Vinda's here too. The whole extended fam. So 
we got to stop everything. So no, no time to rest. So back to the TARDIS and Kate's still trying to barter for time, but she shoved in the conversion chair and she starts screaming and Tegan survived. However, I, I don't care at this point, whatever. Oh, I mean, I didn't really, you were mid Tegan flow. survived her fall. You were mid She's not broken her legs. You were mid flow, but like the acting with the Cybermen was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> uh, I had like emotional energy and ace. I had nothing for Tegan. I'm like, yeah, yeah. If, if you're collateral damage, I'm okay with that. It's a shame for me because obviously Tegan's a fifth of the companion. So I love Tegan because of that era, but oh God, this is, yeah. it was something. And um, Tegan's trying to there stuff were a few, it. There were a few statements being trying to be made here, and, and and that was that was that's what Chip. I mean, that's what Chibnall Zero I think is going to be remembered yeah. for is taking some big swings, and hmm. um, but we're not subtly. They're they're very on th the nose. That's my thing. My thing is yeah. you can't just put a bunch of people in a room and say this is good. It's it's like always my rant. It's good yeah. if a story pays off. Otherwise, hmm. it's a gimmick. It's a There's, gimmick, um, and I'm all about inclusion, and I'm all about broadening the scope. But okay, you got them in a room. What are they doing now? Hell, one of one of the the next companions is um, is Donna's daughter, who is a trans woman, Yasmin Finney, who's a heart stopper. She's fantastic, but they're very much she she's that's not her character she is she there's more to her than that also her character is i'm donna's daughter but we're gonna whatever yeah and and that, that's what that's the glory of it Russell's could, writing it could go badly man. but it's russell t davies this is the guy yeah, who I, did, I trust that man with my life what was it called it's a sin it's a sin yeah, yeah like, like this oh, guy this, this guy gets it like i'm not yeah. i'm not i'm not concerned i'm not yeah. concerned it's gonna go to gimmicky country like the guy can write there's, a, there's an episode in uh, series 12 called Orphan 55, and the whole twist of the episode is, we thought we were on a desolate wasteland, but it's Earth in the future, because of. and the doctor gives a speech like the importance of climate change. But it's not like when Smith or Capaldi gives something, and it's this very, like, it, it, it makes sense. Or even The Green Death. The Green Death is a third Doctor episode, and it's very much the important of, um, like, eco-friendly uh, futurism, and the the threat of like global warming climate change but even in the 70s they were vet they were like this is the thing but we're not gonna act like you're dumb it's like babies this is baby's first uh global warming speech star essentially it, yeah star trek tng did one about how the use of warp was actually disturbing yeah. the fabric of space and so we need to be much more economical of how we use warp if we want to yeah preserve the beauty of space and i'm like okay i pick up what you're throwing down here it's it's mm -hmm. an interesting choice you know you don't need it to be anthony mackie surrounded by a bunch of <laughs> journalists saying do better, do better. for nine yeah. minutes i'm like oh can we find can we find a story-based way to, to get the message across i think there there are different things that like it makes sense to do like a very dumbed down so like barbie was kind of a kid's film so it was like baby's first feminism lesson um, even if it was like a little bit egregious. What's the over under on babies first? Because you've got a few of them this episode. Uh, I'm like, I like if you're a kid who's starting to learn, but like your first. Oh, I know. Uh, the, the, my, 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 my thing with over under is is a uh, is a betting prop. So you might say, what's the over under on touchdowns in the in the in the, in the uh, football okay. game? I'd probably say like seven. On that note, on that yeah. note, set your lineup. Um, oh, but, I did. Don't but, you worry. But but um, I'm still gonna learn. It's, it's, it's me going. How many over unders are we up to? Now? I mean, sorry, how many babies first are we up to now? Because I think I think, like seven. I think seven's probably a good guess. Yeah, like the. 
Oh, I'm losing you again here for a moment, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and say that uh, here at the BFE, we got some good stuff coming up. Check out our episode on JFK, which should have just, uh, not JFK, Enemy of a State will have just released. We got JFK coming up the following Tuesday. Back to yeah. Ethan. You cut out a little bit again there. When yeah. We were just talking about seven, uh, seven, seven. Seven babies first. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. I think it's it really it's it's like writing quality. This show sort of has that like not lecture, but just I'm gonna very broadly explain something to you without. Yeah. It's like you remember that Am- you remember Amazon episode where I was like, uh, it's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of thing. Like, welcome to your first like economics lesson. Yeah, like you know, yeah. what well, we could show them, but it's so much quicker if we just tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know the Tegan re rewires the the power of the conversion so it blasts and kills the Daleks, and at the, that means that Tegan and Kate could escape and blow up the building. So at the same time, the Doctor's putting the Masters the Masters Dalek plan together and how to stop them. So it's all hands on deck, she says. So Ace and Graham are done blowing oh, up the, the yeah. whatever, and everyone's going in. I've seen Series Four's finale. We covered Series Four's finale where everyone this is this is does that. this is end of a show runner. This is what you do. You bring your yeah, entire yeah, yeah, yeah. your entire mi- mini verse, your showrunner yeah. verse together, and as a giant team. The problem is this giant team had to borrow forty percent of it from classic who yeah that's the problem like because it was it was me going it's you know who would have been a great member for your classic team the guy who you went i'll be going home now I don't really. I know it's your last episode, but for flippity dippity, no. like even bring yeah, him it's in. Oh, it's so stupid. So everyone's in the TARDIS and they're like, "Cool, we're gonna we're gonna destroy this thing and do whatever." So uh, Kate's excited to go in the TARDIS, which is a, it's a nice thing, and she's she's like, "Wow, I've I've known about this for years, but it's crazy that it's actually bigger on the inside than whatever." Um, and then I, we go back to. I, I always love seeing someone's first reaction to a TARDIS. Yeah. So that's good. And uh, it's 1916. The, doc, uh, the master's leaving the chamber, and he's he's furious about everything. Originally in the script, he was gonna get shot in the head with a bag put on, like the actual death of Rasputin. Wow. Or, you know, whatever. The 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 master was also supposed to kill the queen, but uh, like what a month earlier, the queen died. So oh, let's let's not. Yeah. It's also why they we only found out about the episode releasing like maybe two weeks before because. Everyone, everything was shut yeah, down yeah, yeah, because yeah, of the yeah. Queen's especially, death. especially on the BBC for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and this episode is celebrating a hundred years of the BBC. This the centenary special or centen- whatever you want to. This hundredth anniversary yeah. of the BBC. Yeah, is so you know, killing the Queen for the BBC's one hundredth anniversary a month after she died. Oh, it's a it's a good thing they I mean, cut that. To be fair, she's a minor character in a thing, but but I, I do yeah. I do. Remember that? <laughs> Remember the time the Titanic nearly blew up the, uh, the Buckingham Palace? Uh, there's the Christmas special with oh, Callie Oh, it's yeah. flying all over the place. Thank yeah. you, Doctor. Yes. I love Doctor Who. She, she loved uh, her favorite uh, Doctor was, was Eccleston, which is really funny because he hates the royal family. Well, there you go. Lots of and <laughs> well, it's probably because he's from the north, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He's like, he, he is Mr. Working Class. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, you know we got Team Tardis. Uh, I've seen I've seen this before. I've seen series. I've seen the the it's, end of that Dalek two part. I was gonna say, is Team Tardis? That's like a Matt Smith reference, right? I I don't know. Everyone sort of just says. I like, always thought Team yeah. Tardis came to the fore when it was Rory, Amy, Matt Smith. I think so because yeah. like I, I call everyone Team Tardis at this point because Jody's like Eric. They're called the Fam, and I don't want to say the Fam because it's not as fun as Team Tardis. It's not. It's not alliterative. Yeah. Yep. 
And, uh, you know, the Doctor helps fix Vinda's uh, broken ship, so he goes home, and the Doctor goes to the Master's TARDIS to jumpstart everything so they can bring the the planet from 1916 into 2022, and all the planets, uh, all the eruptions on Earth are stopped because the planet shoots steel at them, it converts all the lava. Uh, you know, one last thing you got to do is is free the Quarrinx, and she apologizes to it, and I, I really like this part, and she's saying it's just... I need you to do one more thing. It's just destroy this planet and you'll be free forever. So it begins to blast the planet apart. And as she leaves, the, the master teleports into his TARDIS. So she's like, oi, oi, doctor. And she looks around and is like, you've lost. You've lost, master. Your body's failing because of everything you've done to it with these regenerations. He says, yeah, that may, might be true. But if I don't get to be the doctor, you don't either. And he aims the Quarrinx blast at the doctor. Because he can control him. it, yeah. With the power of planets and universe and sentient energy, and she 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 just hits the ground, and Yaz sees it, so runs out to her, picks her up, and as the planet literally falls apart, she brings her into the TARDIS, and uh, the Master just watches as he is literally abandoned, and at the same time, the Doctor's placed down with everyone around her, all her friends and uh, extended fam, as she says. And uh, the, the TARDIS flies off, the Quarrinx is free, the planet explodes, the Master, I guess, is atomized, he'll show up again, we all know he will. Yep. And uh, the Doctor wakes up, he's like, oh, did we do it? Did we do it? And Yaz says, yeah, we did it. And everyone's gone home, What is as home as you can, which is Croydon, which is a funny reference to when uh, the fourth Doctor dropped off Sarah Jane in the wrong place. Again, remember the classic series. And... Um, the Doctor really wakes up and the cloister bells start to blare. She's like, wow, what's wrong? Is Everything's fine. And yeah, so we look at your hand and it starts to glow. And the Doctor's upset. She's like, no, I, she wants more time. She needs more time. And they both know what this means. So the Doctor comforts Yaz and they're going to have one last trip and ask what her favorite flavor of ice cream is. And we cut uh, as, a, as a pan up on it as they're sitting on top of the TARDIS looking over Earth. And uh, Yaz and the Doctor are having a, an ice cream date. And Yaz is saying, well, how, how many times have you saved Earth? And the Doctor's lost count. And she says, well, just look at it. How, how can you not love Earth looking at it? And Yaz doesn't want it to end. And the Doctor starts to really hold back tears. And she says, well, goodbyes only hurt because what came before was so special. And Riaz, Graham, Ryan, Dan, nobody else got to be them. Nobody else got to have those days they had. And her hearts are beaming with love for, for everyone and Yaz, and she loved being with Yaz. She loved being her. And she looks out at the earth once more and says, I gotta do this last bit by myself. And Yaz accepts, and she says, well, let's not say goodbye. And they give each other that final look, they smile, and they go back to earth. Yaz is acting her socks off. The tears oh, are she, flowing. The yeah. tears are, I'm like, wow. Oh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. And they, they just give each other this final look and a nod, a smile. The doctor closes the door, takes off, and Yaz just sort of looks about and hears Dan. Remember Dan at the start of the episode? Oh, Dan's here. He's 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 riffing off Graham because they, they don't know how to read a map. And they bump into Yaz and it's like, they ask how the doctor was. And she's like, well, what are you guys doing the here? The odds of them bumping into her are less than yeah. the odds of everybody coming together and fixing the master's yeah. plan. This yeah. is a one in a kajillion um likelihood but yeah it'll do whatever they got them out i guess to try and figure where yaz is and uh graham's like oh you got the invite right and she says invite to what and then we hear you know hi i'm graham uh 
and uh, I guess I would be the first one to talk about this because Graham has this problem. He met this brilliant person and he got whooshed away across all of space and he had these great adventures, but he, he can't tell right. anyone because they, they'd lock him up. In his first episode, is there like some sort of a grief? What's going on there? What happens? We have um, his we first have episode is like testimony. Yeah. I, I, was, I wonder if it was a bookend thing, but I don't think it is. Yeah. I thought maybe it was. No, I think it's more just like uh, his who's who of yeah. of companions. And he's like, well, I can't tell anyone, but I thought we might as well have this little group of people who can share their stories. And I'm going to tell you about my stories. And Kate jokes saying, you know, I might recruit a couple of you guys for work. And Dan brings up how he's glad he's not exterminated and he does miss her. And this old man perks him and like, sorry, did, did you say her? And another lady asks, well, how many doctors are there? And then another one says, well, I think I'm going to be here for quite some time. So here's a who's who. That first man, that's Ian Chesterton, played by William Russell, aged 98 when he did this. Today, that we're recording is Sunday, the 19th of November. It is his 99th birthday. Hey, how about that? So we've got, we got all these little, little sub releasing on the, on the 60th. It's William Russell's birthday today. It's... You know, uh, he, and a fun a fun fact, uh, which I think is cool, when this episode released, William Russell got the Guinness Book World Record for longest break between appearances in a TV show. Because the last time we saw Ian Chesterton on TV was in an episode which, you know, there's something about Ian's being in something, doing something relating to something called The Chase. Because the last episode, <laughs> the last story Ian was in was called The Chase, and that aired on uh june 25th 1965 and it is and i got this calculation down because this released on the 26th of october 2022 it is 57 years mm -hmm. five months and one week since the last time he was seen making it the longest uh gap in tv appearances in the same show yeah, that's cool so good 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 for good for the first well one of the first ever companions maureen o'brien passed away unfortunately in the set in the the 90s and um caroline ford who played susan the doctor's granddaughter is she's still around but she's not shown up yet i'd like her to show up for the 60th all things considering oh i don't want this guy to lose i don't want this guy to lose his record jeez i i think well, just bring you bring him bring him back Has again. she never had another appearance after the uh, the last time that susan was in doctor who was in series two wow in 1964 oh so she showed up he no he's lost his record still okay yeah her last her last appearance was uh boxing day 1964 wow yeah, and um, the, the, the Daleks invasion of Earth. I don't mean to crap on this lovely classic Who thing. <laughs> oh, and it, Looking yeah, around, it, this is It's that, but it's also really quite mid as far as the group of people. Yeah, so I was talking to myself, who is still, who would still be available at this yeah. time? So uh, I, have, we, I have a little note of a couple of people who they wanted but couldn't. Rose Tyler's obviously in a different dimension, so we can't have yeah. her. Uh, Mickey and Martha were fighting on behalf of Torchwood. What happens to them in the end? Uh, they're married, but as far as the, like they maybe split up, uh, Martha was supposed to show up. Okay. But unfortunately, Freema Adjiman was in America filming uh, that TV show, New Amsterdam, that she's in. Oh, she's in that. Okay. Yeah, uh, she's like the, the, the secondary doctor, I think, of that, which is cool. 
And because uh, this is still COVID times and she's in America, she can't. Oh, like, okay. She can't get out of there. She can't go up to do that. They wanted to get Jackie. Jackie was going to oh, be ja- a Zoom J- call. Jackie could totally have been in this. Yeah. She couldn't, though, because she's still on, on pizza. So I don't know what the fuck that was about. That was just like, they were like, let's she's throw on Jackie Pete's in. Earth. Oh she's yeah, on yeah. The parallel Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She is. She is. She's the same. Like, same no reason Clark, we, you can't get the same re- everything. Yeah, but I want to uh, forget, yeah. forget the actor. I mean, in the yeah. Doctor Who universe, but Mickey's if, somewhere. if we if we assume the two of them, if you could have Martha, you could have had Mickey. Yeah. Um. Luke. Luke never. Luke interacted with the Doctor like once or twice, and that was in Sarah Jane Adventures. That would be the same with Ronnie Clyde. You're losing. Me. Um, I'm trying to think of the big ones. Um, yeah. Obviously, Donna Nobles had her memory wiped yeah those well, are f- f- for now yeah. those are yeah, yeah yeah and we're saying amy that. amy and rory are dead you could have brian get a you know rory's dad uh but again he he's he he's getting on oh, you so can't I guess you have, risk that with oh COVID. you can't have the you can't have bernard so there we are but yeah uh um, looking forward to seeing bernard one last time though you can't have Ooh, who else? Um, What's her name? Clara, Can Clara's daughter. Oh, Clara's, right. Bernard. Yeah, there is another thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Clara's passed. Clara's uh, gone. I'm trying to think Bill's of who else. Dead. Bill's dead. Bill's. Nardole's dead. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. B- Bill's dead. Uh, did Bill die as, as a Cyberman or was Bill resurrected as a puddle? Bill. Yeah. Bill went on to have puddle adventures. Puddle with, adventures. With and went around yeah. space and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Stupid. You got Kate. Kate's there. Classic series-wise, obviously Ace T and Nissa is in the far future. A lot of them are in like ancient Rome, so they're dead by twenty twenty-two. Like, oh, obviously, uh, yeah. Obviously, I guess you could have had. Uh, you could have had. Uh, oh, what's his name, Mister Barrowman? What's yeah, his you could have. I don't know where I, this thing. I don't know where in the timeline Jack's supposed to be. You Jack, could have some torch. Captain Jack's got to be around somewhere. Yeah. 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 I think uh, they should have had the they should have Mr. Big. Oh, Mr. Big could have been like one time I played with spiders with it. You could have had the Prime Minister. Oh yeah, you could have had Harriet Jones. Harriet Jones. Wait, no, 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 she died. Oh wait, she sacrifices herself at the yeah, end. Of, yeah, 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 that's right. The that's Russell right. says that she escaped on a motorbike, but I think he's joking. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't know. And, and, it, and it takes away the power of that moment. She sacrifices yeah. herself. Let it happen. So yeah. okay, yeah. So I was just kind of wondering about you know who else could yeah, have been here. Yeah, I guess here. this is who we've got. I, I don't know. To be Sarah fair, Jane, most Sarah of them Jane's seem been dead. Most of them seem to be away, or we're saving them for 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 the reveal. So yeah, yeah. So then we have uh, Joe Grant played by Katie Manning, who I, I've said how much I love. Uh, she's the companion of the Third Doctor, uh, and then we have Me- uh, Melanie Bush, who's played by Bonnie Langford, uh, West End's very own Bonnie Langford, and uh, she was the companion of the Sixth Doctor. And very fun uh, fact. Kind of going to be the companion of Shooty as well. She's been she's going to be in the 60th. She's also going to be in Shooty's first series. So that's that's fun. They they took a photo on a moped together, having a good old time. We've got all these all these companions, and they're discussing all their different times. And I love that they kind of gloss over the uh, Ian, who's like 98 at this point, is discovering that the the person that the last time he saw was this aged old man is now a wom- a young woman. Well, he's which, in, he doesn't know she's young yet. Wait till he finds that out. Yeah. And that there's like fourteen other doctors. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a, I can't. I I'd love uh, the, the everyone's like oh it's be like a spinoff because obviously Kate's getting some kind of unit show so maybe that's how we get all the all the other companions to come back and Ian's like if he's if he still wants to because William Russell still does stuff for for Doctor Who he he generated uh some audio books uh, this year and, you know he comes by he's like okay this is what we're gonna do today like Charlie's Angels he's Charlie okay. um. 
but yeah, there's you know they're they're trying to do the spinoffs. But the conversation goes on, and we start intercutting uh, with the doctor taking her final flight, and she says to the doctor, you know, look after the next one. And she goes to see one last sunrise, and Ace then asks Yaz, you know, you okay? And Tegan asks if the doctor's okay, and Yaz is like, well, of course, of course she's okay. She, she's the doctor, and the doctor smiles at the console. She goes outside, and the the rising sun hits her face. She starts to smile, and she's like. Ah, oh, the the blossomiest blossomiest blossom. And that's the only sad thing she says. You know, I want to know what happens next. And okay, Doctor, whoever I'm about to be, tag your written. The Doctor bursts with radiate uh, regeneration energy, and it flows through the horizon. I I, really, I like the music here, the 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 not like gospel, but just like the the R's and all that. And here we go. Welcome the next Doctor. Welcome Shooty God. Uh, what the hell? That's um. That's not Shuri Gatwa. It's a new outfit as well. That's that's weird. We've not seen a, 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 an outfit show up since uh, since the second Doctor. That's that's what's on what's going on. Because he knows these teeth, and I know that face. It's he, he he's confused, and he's going what, what, what? And this is the fourteenth Doctor, David Tennant. The, Ian, this is your time to, I to, was, to celebrate. That, it would have been cool to watch it, it live when it had happened yeah. and had that experience. Oh, I lost, I lost my mind. I, 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 I was, I was flummoxed. I was, uh, I was. Uh, whew, there are some times when my ego just runs out of control, and this was one of them. After I found that's what I wanted. Man, one of the Doctor Who moments of all time. I, I did not perceive it. I would call that. Um, I threw it out there as kind of a, you know. I throw out some big theories. Most of them never pan out. But that was one I stuck with. I went, no, nah, it's going to be Tennant. Sure enough, it was. There's um, a bloke every time the Doctor is going to regenerate. And they're like, who's it, who's it going to be? And I was like, it'll be like T Tania Miller, maybe. Maybe like someone like that. And there's always this one guy who puts a shit ton of money on it being David Tennant. And he has done since like he? David Tennant regenerated. And I hope that guy's having a good time because yeah. he must be, he must be minted. There was a lot of rumors before Capaldi yeah. that it was going to be Billy Piper. And they were going to remember that they were the gonna, moment and everything. They yeah. were going to write something that would have explained that as a way to sort of continue that younger energy. And obviously in the end, they went down a different path. Yeah. Um, I do think, oh, as, as I stated when, when I made the prediction, mm. Doctor Who has lost its cool cachet. It's no longer the merchandise mover it once was. It's still very popular and does very well globally, mm. but it's not the cultural phenomenon it once was. No. Um, like it, it sold out all its tickets for for the Doctor Who live event um, experience. That it's I got went a to very year, dedicated but, hardcore fan yeah. base. Absolutely. I mean, you got fans who have put like willing put in like I, I spend like fifty quid every couple months on uh, DVD box sets yep. and Blu-ray box sets for old episodes, which I can now watch on iPlayer, but I'm still going to buy the box sets because special features. Hundreds of pounds must be spent by fan, like individual fans, for it's, those it's, audios it's and got comics, a like, Very yeah. passionate hardcore fan base. Yeah. So and let's the, start with and like the question it. becomes: How do you? Well, Star Wars and Marvel are just in things because mm. that's your, that's where they're hoping to go with this and go. How yeah. do we make this? 
Well, how do we make this a global franchise in a sense yeah. where it? Um, I guess it, the answer is Disney, Disney Plus, and that, and that, that explains the, yeah. the Disney Plus because no one does licensing deals and merchandise better than mm. Disney Plus. The BBC made. I mean, I was I almost uh, except for the fact that they didn't want to wash it before I came out here. I was going to start back up when I got my little Doctor Who mug. My first mug when I started mm. teaching was was a square TARDIS mug. Yeah, and I was uh, thinking about that today because you were like, it was really difficult to drink. Yeah, you got to drink out of the corner because the first time you go for the side edge and you spill it down the side all down the front of you because it comes down the side um so i'm gonna try and get a, a new generation of that mm. uh, n- not not a circular one but a a new generation of a square one yeah uh because i tell you when i first moved over here i went doctor who mad like if it had a tardis on it i pretty much wanted to have it like it oh was yeah that- i got i got tardis slippers i got all the, i got hell I, I st- i've still got the tardis that i had uh sorry i still got the tardis that i had when i was like 10 years old this yeah. this thing it, it still works and somewhere along the way it stopped being that and yeah. uh probably somewhere during capaldi's run it was it was a guilty play i never let's think as soon as i used to watch dr who and i was like yeah i mean it's, and I, I didn't want to tell anyone i mean it's peak was the rory i think the peak was the was the at the peak the end of the peak of doctor who isn't actually the regeneration of matt smith i think it's the it's, it's amy pond's last episode i think that is your peak that that is the the, the, mm. the tipping point People start to turn during those Clara episodes, and ever everyone t- tunes in for the because fi- it's the fiftieth, of, of course. Yeah, and and also David Tennant's back. Everyone's yep. going to tune in because they, they want to see David Tennant. And go, well, what's what's John Hurt doing in yep. Doctor Who? That's crazy. Lots Billy, of stuff. Piper's, Billy Piper's, Piper's back. back. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's an event, but uh, I think you go. How do we, especially with Disney involved, which we didn't know at the mm. time. But going, yeah. the question we were asking back then was, how do you make this relevant again, especially relevant with young people? Yeah, and and how do you bring back the lapsed fan base? Because a lot, of, you look at the numbers, a lot yeah. of people left. And the Northern got was like six mil, and that that was that was dis, that was disappointing yep. for the for the show. And so the answer was, is Russell okay? Old old hand steering the ship again. We're gonna go shooty, but before we get shooty, we gotta make a big noise. And mm. um, yeah, tenants the man, and tenants is a, universally loved. Um, continues anything he puts out is always praised for the quality of it. Is the guy can act, yeah. and he's going to understand what his role here is. His role is to, you know, get the car back in good condition and then hand it off to the guy who's going to run mm. the next leg. It's a really I I- interesting whirlwind to think it's mm. the entirety of it's going to be you know a month yeah that's such a weird i mean thing. if um i don't know if you saw because uh today's sunday on friday night i was children in need in the uk it's a bit it's a big uh if, if you don't know if because it's the uk thing it's uh it's a big charity event it's like a like a just a charity broadcast where where celebrities come together and they they uh, ask for donations to help with uh, children with disabilities, with with uh, home issues, and we have this every single year. And to do that, uh, actors and performers come together and they do little sketch sketches. And Doctor Who has always been the forefront. Uh, in 2005, the first time that we saw David Tennant performing was a, uh, a children need sketch called Born Again. And, you know, time, time is a flat know. circle. We got that again. Uh, David Tennant uh, stepped out the TARDIS. And did a a little sketch. Uh, is it canon? I don't know. I don't care. At a good time. It's the first on screen, I guess, appearance of the Fourteenth Doctor. There was a story. Uh, Russell was really going in for like that internet intertextuality, like 
brand uh like togetherness so if uh the last year there's been a comic going on in the doctor who magazine and you can read that and go that's the first adventure he's had that's the first hour of the 14th doctor you don't need to read it though to understand what's happening in the future all you really if all you get if you watch that is if you read that isn't it a little enjoyment when the doctor stepped out his tardis uh on friday and said an hour ago i was a i was a brilliant woman and you go, oh yeah, because that last hour he was doing that Dalek thing. That's cool. I don't know if you've seen it. No, yet. no, but and and yeah. Tennant's famous for this. Like he comes out of a TARDIS yeah. and he's got some sort of costume and he explains what he just did. That was kind of a regular thing to go. Yeah. Look, we're seeing a sample of his adventures. We're not seeing mm-hmm. all his adventures. And it was fun. Sometimes they got paid off, and sometimes they didn't get paid off. Yeah. And that was okay. Like we saw him briefly say that he was married to uh, was was it, was a Queen Elizabeth or something. Yeah, once? it was Queen Elizabeth, and it took us like ten years. It takes us till it takes that. us yeah. till, till till the fiftieth to have the payoff yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that was fun. So it's like people who read that comic go, "Oh, cool, that's that thing there." And if they've not read that comic, they go, "Oh, cool." So this is like an hour after he regenerated. Interesting, and it's a five minute sketch, and people are pissed because it's Doctor Who. You you, you overact about everything. They showed Davros. This is like pre-Genesis of the Daleks. So Davros isn't in his chair yet. So we see human-looking Davros, played by the same guy who's played uh, Davros in uh, the the revival, all that. And no, it's 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 a fun little thing. It's just look at the wacky adventures the the Doctor's getting on. Is it canon? Is it not? I don't really care. It was just a fun thing. But it also made me go, "This is the fourteenth Doctor. He's a bit different to the tenth, and that that's cool." But it's also enough for old fans to go, oh, I remember the 10th Doctor. He's he's the 10th Doctor. But this is the power of the Doctor. So we've been running long, so I'm going to try and like breeze through. So overall thoughts, this is our, our timey-wimey endgame. Um, man, Chibnall tried really hard to do an end of mm. a showrunner episode. He did the bit where you get all the big bads together in one place. And oh my God, how are they going to overcome this? Yeah. And... Uh, not really with any foresight they just sort of he borrows an element from from um tenants last episode with the two boxes uh we yada yada through it and in fact it, it seems more like a goodbye to yaz than a goodbye to a doctor in many ways because there's more yaz in this episode than really the doctor, it's, it's, well. it's it's yaz's story it, it reminds me of this yeah. of the uh the series finale when it was um um john sim is the uh as the master and it's really more yeah. of a martha episode where she's yeah. the one who says today but that's fine because it wasn't tenants last episode yeah so you can do Martha's that last yeah this felt this felt different so there's that and then you think about the ending and i know they're all whatever but you you, you get to compare to the other endings here and what it means and you know, this doctor gets destroyed by, you know, I, I praise the master's performance, the whole thing, but the mm. story lets him down. So he goes, if I can't be it, you can. From big, big, big <laughs> sky beam, like it's a Marvel film. Yeah. And when you compare that to, and the power of thinking, you know, I, I hope I picked up that I knocked four times. Um, yeah. You know, you think he's out of the woods and that's what this does. You're out of the woods. Yeah. And then you have this thing that you planted early in the episode, and you're going, "Oh no, that's this." As oh, opposed it's, it's to, beautiful. as opposed to, he shows up, says three lines, and then does a laser. 
Mm. It's just. It's a shame. Yeah, I'm tagging It's very, I guess it's very Jodie Whittaker's doctor to do, but you know, I don't want to go. It's no, like, I don't, it's no, I let you go kind of. I, I mean, I do like, I do like Jodie's regeneration. I think it, it speaks to who, because it's that kind of thing. Like, even the speech of, I enjoy the time, no one else got to have that kind of time that we did. And that's where you get to kind of break the fourth I mean, how much, how meta is this? Whoever's next, yeah. tag your it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the idea of speaking both in the character, but also as the actress doing the role. And yeah. Jodie Whittaker did a serviceable job. I really do. Uh, if I have to, I mean, it becomes difficult when you got to rank, especially because I don't have the full mm. story of her journey. Yeah. But for me, she comes in, you know, below everybody else with just maybe it's her or Eccleston. And even Eccleston, for story purposes, takes the win on that for me. So she is the worst of the revival for me. But she's not helped by some really rough, yeah, rough dialogue, some rough storytelling, and what felt was a cultural cooling off of the of the program itself. And it, it was it's a shame. I think yeah. I think anyone at like I think the Maxine Alderton stories, I think, prove that with a much better well written script as well, like the where the dialogue flows. I think she can she can really soar, and I'd love I'd love her to return to like the audio dramas, like all the previous doctors have, to kind of bring some life into that era. But it's it's my least favorite goodbye, yeah. also because uh, it's an hour and a half, and you can tell by listening to this episode, it's an hour and a half, and a lot of it is serviceable, like fan moments and look, remember that, remember the past kind of thing, and that's easier. When it's a when it's a two part episode because it doesn't feel as long. But yeah, it's yeah. An hour, it's an a, and that, it's an hour and a half. And that first forty five minutes is breakneck speed. We're here, we're here, we're here, we're yeah. here. Oh wait, we're at unit. Can't wait. No, okay, we're there. And I'm like, uh, is so is there's maybe too much going, which is a shame because I I enjoy the concepts overall. And like when I first watched this, I was kind of like obviously brought in because I go, oh nostalgia. I know these characters. I know that. But then like I, you. Think about it for a second. Go, okay, so what happened in that time? Was there a conscious a decision by Chibnall to bridge the gap back to classic Who? Was that like a hallmark of his era? Um, I don't know. Because like Moffat sometimes referenced it, but it wasn't like to the point. Like they referenced the five doctors in Smith's final episode, but it's barely, I think it's there barely was a, anything. I think there was an attempt from um, Moffat, Russell T. Davies and Moffat uh, to make a more mature doctor who to create and yeah. a large part of that was let's leave some of the schlock from classic who behind yeah maybe the way you distance yourself from the from the, your predecessors is to kind of go embrace the schlock a little bit more i don't know but it felt from a character design which felt very retro to the mm. theme which feels very retro uh, by theme i mean the doctor who theme her her yeah. iteration of it we even um, like the visuals for the theme as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. retro. Uh, if there was an attempt to sort of embrace that side of it and go, look, if we can't be the young cool kid, maybe we can we can harken back to our roots and the history of the show. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's a, it's a strange it's a strange thing because like I enjoy it from that perspective, but also I'm like I'm not. I'd be a fool if I'd go. It feels a bit harder to access for like people who <sighs> haven't gone into seeing like the older classic who because one it's it's not the super easiest thing it's kind of expensive if you want to do that because it's only now that it's on iplayer for free 
with yeah, a TV it was, license. It was BritBox before, wasn't it? It was it was BritBox, and even then, the BritBox episodes like they were the lowest quality, and they weren't really like good restorations. So it was it was like buy the Blu-rays, which are fifty quid, and that's that's a lot to go. You might not like these episodes because they're long and they go on forever, and there are too many parts to them, and you might just not enjoy it because of the age. And I think because of that, there is like kind of you can feel a bit left out because you're already having to do with all the lore of it's 18 years. Doctor Who's eight, the revival's 18 years old now, and that's a lot of like you know lore to 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 always digest. And then to go, hey, and these things in the 70s and the 80s, and remember these things, and like they're lines which can be important to old viewers and fans of that, but then the new ones kind of get left behind. And that, that's then a, a concern I have for the, for the future, because we're doing another revival, another, it's now Doctor Who 2023 onwards. But that, that's, a, that's a discussion for, for, for another episode. Indeed. But no, it, it, feel, it feels that there are elements which are definitely to go celebrate the entirety of it. It feels like an anniversary episode of the series than just like a, the, the Doctor's regeneration episode. Yeah. Which yeah. is, uh, it... it, it that is that is one of its major downfalls. But before we get to like grumbles, obviously, favorite element. Hmm. Um. Favorite element, not favorite character. Oh, we can we can do favorite. We'll, we'll lump them all in together. But you can, okay? So yeah. I I think this this is always better when you've got the master involved at it. And my favorite part, I guess, mm. it culminates with the uh, scene where he reveals his plan surrounded by the Cybermen and the Daleks. And then we can even include the Rasputin dance sort of number yeah. in there. Uh, it's, pardon the pun, it's a masterful job. Mm. And a hero is only as good as the villain that they have to overcome. That's what allows your hero to rise to um, a moment where it feels like, you know, the journey's been earned and the, and, and the positive feelings are hooray as opposed yeah. to, well, that just felt like a logical continuation of it, which is why you don't ever want your heroes to be too strong. Yeah. Um, a definite um, master turn as the master. Um, so I think that's my strong point. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, he's, he, he is, uh, he's the heart and he is, he's on screen probably more than Jody is because obviously mm. Jody's, Jody's gone for Defin most of this. Definitely Jody as the living doctor. Yes. Yeah. And I think because of that, we spend so much time with him. I'm I'm drawn to him. I think his performance is fantastic. And the way that he acts opposite Yaz, I think the the performance between the two of them is oh, it is it's fantastic. The, and I also I, I like that the ice cream date. The ice cream guy is it's a oh. good it's a good bookend. I think it it, it gets me. Maybe and I need now, maybe yeah. I need to know more of that of that character's journey. Yeah, that, that's see that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's for me. That's the combination of what like so like four four and a half years. I think at that point of those two. So it was it was a nice goodbye. And it's a heck uh, of a thing to because yeah. usually the thing is you is you recycle your your in modern who you recycle yeah. you recycle them a lot quicker than that. And that's the everyone's going like, well, Clara's been here for a long time, and then that was what like two and a half three years maybe. Yeah. From 2013 to 2015, which doesn't feel that long. Now I'm like, sure the pandemic. I'm sure the pandemic helped. Yeah, I mean, Jody is 2018 to 2022. 2019, there was never any content. Yeah. There was no. There was no series. So you get 2018, 2020, 
2021 and then the specials in 2022 so there's still like kind of a year missing of content yeah but even then it's still it's still a long time uh but no, it's just little little grumbles what, what do we want to exterminate hmm. okay I mean, right at the top the daleks are underused mm. which is funny because the daleks are overused by the show no, in, exactly by the show mean, in yeah. general and so because the daleks are really actually hard i find the daleks to be an underwear they're better as the threat of the daleks than they are in execution because they are too powerful it just mm. it just seems yeah. worth, whereas the cybermen i always feel like there's actually a chance for for story i mean look at bill's episode where where where, where bill ends up um that better be one if we ever were to go back and dust this thing off oh definitely that we go ahead and do that that's one of my favorite episodes um mm. i think cybermen just have more personality which <laughs> not really intended um, there's some because because that like innate humanity because there's such like because they are people yeah i think like from a story perspective i think we're more drawn to that than the daleks which are just the fascist representation the yep. the analogy for fascism so it's it's you can do more like obviously you get davros and all that but eventually you are sort of in circles at a point where you're going, again it's just we're gonna we're gonna hate x y and z instead of ourselves so i guess it was just the mishmash of all these elements i don't think really conge congeal well um the throwback to these two classic companions who come in really i think so we can have a girl power sub storyline but i'm not sure the writing or the performances of anybody and that includes like when you said kate's getting her own spinoff with the unit thing i was like oh no um, I like. I think Kate's a good. A good. I think Gemma Redgrave is a very good actor, but oh, oh not with those scripts. Nah, it was rough. So, um, there's that. Uh, she's been in a small list, but it was ninety minutes. Um, the visual mm. assault, and they did. They did Dan dirty. They did Dan oh, dirty. They really did. But most importantly, I shouldn't feel mm. underwhelmed at a regeneration, and I kind of was. I kind of was. I'm like, I hope I'm not just getting old and jaded and bitter. Um, I hope I can still feel things. And again, I skipped a chunk, so there is that side of it. Yeah. But I felt that it was someone doing an impression of how to do a final episode, as opposed to here's something that feels like it's based in in a rewarding story. And again, yeah, I'll go back to knock, 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 knock versus. Mm. Okay, cool. Thanks. I yeah my my it, it doesn't feel like a, a a doctor's final episode it feels like a, a, a uh, an anniversary episode of the entire life so you were like yes yeah, the 60th episode ago the 60th anniversary ago. yeah you got classic you got modern you got blah 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 the end of the show yeah. and technically now this is the end of the revival era this is the final episode of the revival era so it, season it, one now isn't it Season one, and I, people hate it. I get it. I get it. You're going to Disney Plus. You don't want to overwhelm people with 13 series of of content. I, I, it makes it's the same with when they start do the revival. It's really series awkward one. though because yeah, I get that because it's a yeah. new thing. But you're gonna start your Disney Plus exactly. season one with a rehash of the Doctor from. Oh, it's, it's a really weird exactly. hybrid That's thing. The thing. You're like, we're doing this to make it easier, but also our first three episodes are bringing back uh, characters from series four with plot points from series four. Also, one of your villains is from 1966. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is just reprising the Celestial Toymaker from 1966. And you go, oh, cool. Can I watch the episode? No, it's missing. Oh, really? Cool. Okay. So what do I do? I d guess. Mm. Figure it out. Yeah. Cool, like, like that's that's the one problem. That's the problem with the, with the series, and I think that's 
it's going to be interesting to see if it's kind of friendly to to new viewers. I think the specials are designed more for viewers who fell off or viewers who who know that. And then Shooty's era is like maybe we, that'll be linked as the specials, and then Shooty's will be season one. I'm which I hope terrified that Disney's involvement's going to end up in this becoming super. And I mean no disrespect, but super Americanized. Basically, I have a fear of 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 Inspector Showtime happening here. <laughs> Space time, I sorry, think, Inspector Space Time. They, you're think, very nice not to correct yeah. me on that because I totally, oh, no, it's okay. I totally I was, would have corrected you. On yeah, that. no, I um, I do, I do trust this. I think the fact that we're all of this is rooted still in the UK. They've not on, gone abroad on not. Russell's watch. I'm okay with it. I worry. yeah, Russell. I think, and from what I know, Russell is staying around for like a long time. And oh, even okay. if he's not show running, he's going to be like the Kevin Feige of it all. And I trust him oh, with, okay. a, I with that. Okay. More, I fine. trust him more than I trust like a Kevin Feige. No, if, if that happens, then I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I I, I try because also he was very we, we said this in Loki, he was very critical of how Disney portrayed like queer relationships yeah. and people with with that show. So I I really don't think like he's a he's a very he's a vocal political person. He's very like he's easy to piss people off as well if they don't like agree with him. So I think I try I trust Russell with like how he'd handle it. He's never been one for, for subtlety uh about his feelings, which is which is good. Um, I, I again, I, we're gonna have to see how the Disney Plus thing lines up. I, my my concern is they're gonna try and Marvelify it with the whole the Hooniverse and the spinoffs yeah, and all that. But, I got the same concerns. But also, I I'm I'm a Doctor Who fan. I see content, I go, oh yum 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 yum. I can't wait to see it. And then I then later I go, oh I'm a victim of this. I'm a I'm a I'm a problem of this. But that that's for future Ethan. Um, yeah, I have the same issues with 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 the episode. It's it's all over the place. Dan Dan is there, and then he's not, oh, and then. Dan. And then the Cybermaster thing, it, it, it's very much, oh, what did we do in the previous series that we didn't really, like, clean up? Cybermasters. Cool. Timeless Child. We're not really going to do it, but we're kind of, uh, cool. We say goodbye to the Fugitive Master, the Doctor for a second, blah, 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 blah. It's, there are too many eggs in the basket, but some of the eggs are really good eggs, which, which brings it all down. Is there a chance? Sorry, I know you've got a, a run sheet, and I'm going off topic here. <laughs> That's okay. Is there a chance that people interpret the recasting or the, or the return of David Tennant as an admission by the powers that be that the decisions made, with the very least for Jodie Whittaker, if not Jodie Whittaker and Peter Capaldi, were mistakes? Yeah, I mean. <sighs> That's the uh, I when when David re- was announced to return in the first place. I saw people saying that, and then when he when Jody turned into him, everyone, I it's, it's back. It's not woke anymore. It's David Tennant, guys. Like, it's 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 Russell T Davies. Like if you say thank God the woke's gone, like this is this is Russell T Davies, guys. Oh, for certain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. I think from an outside perspective, that's definitely what people are thinking. And I think, uh, like, again, this is this is Russell T. Davies, the man who's like a PR genius. He knows to say the right things and not. Um, he was like, yeah, no, like, I'm not changing anything. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're going to keep the timeless child. We're going to keep all of that. I'm not, I'm not going to, like, bulldo- bulldoze that. But again, that's PR man, Russell T. Davies. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Do we know? He's- Sorry, let me cut you off there. Oh, no, it's okay. I got nothing else. Do we know? Is there two things? Number one, do we know what the plan for a release schedule is once Shooty starts taking over? Are we looking at a series a year? Is that is that the concept? 
It seems to be a series a year. He's okay. definitely well. It's 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 eight episodes a series now, but they're probably going to be like an hour long each to associate for that. But True. um, for like the lack of episodes, so it's probably. I don't mind eight. eight, eight um, you know, yeah, six to ten. I think. Modern. I think that Netflix has kind of created. You know, it used to be thirteen was your premium sort of. Um, yeah, well, that that was always the thing, and I think it was lower budget. Showtime, now, HBO, a lot more thirteen. Yeah. You know, American Broadcast, twenty two. Talking um, about that for two, talking about Doctor Who for two months online. Oh, that's 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 more than enough. And then you get all your little things. But ten days, no, it's good. It's good. And you go away, and it builds anticipation. That, that, that's all right. Yeah. Um, do we know how long Shooty Gatwa has signed on for? Um, is it three at series? Bare, at bare minimum, it's three. Yep. He's doing his second one right now, but they've been they've been like, yeah, Russell's at least staying for a fourth. Oh, Ross is um, still okay. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know when Millie Gibson, who's playing the companion, I don't know when she leaves. I would say she's filming like right this second, so I'm going to say maybe at least the second or third series. So they've got they've got a, a while to go through everything and really hit that like try and hit the zeitgeist. So yeah. we, we've they, they've got a plan plus all whatever else is coming out. They've got they say a lot of surprises. So I guess Christmas Day onwards, it would probably be like. Christmas, shoot his first episode, then his series begins probably like springtime, spring summertime. You get those those peak times when there's nothing else on Disney Plus. I'm just glad we're back to a Christmas episode and not New Year's. Oh, I've I've missed that. I love to I love to gestate. Also, they're always kind of silly and stupid, which is always fun. It's just fine. It's, it's it's easier to do that about Christmas than New Year's. Yeah, because also no one no one watches on New Year's. I watch on New Year's because I'm and, I'm and, and Christmas can be a plot point, you know. How many episodes of Doctor yeah. Who ended with well, just because because it's Christmas? There's only one New Year's episode of Doctor Who where the, the plot was New Year's and it was Eve of the Daleks because it's Christmas Eve and your your countdown is like the countdown to New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. and I went, that's cool, yeah, and that's your time loop. It's the only time they did that. Spyfall released on Chris on New Year's Eve, and that was that was just the start of season twelve. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I have, I have hope and faith, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the future. Uh, so I guess we've just got, we've got our ratings. Well, okay, so it's hard for me. I mean, I, I acknowledge yeah. how I came in here as, as, as the lapsed guy. Mm. Um, I think, I think that's fine though. Yeah. Um, I had a good time with it. I did. It was mm. a bit bright necky. Um, finales are always going to score high because there's a lot of emotional punch and there's a lot of big things that happen. Yeah. And that always helps. And then I'm going to bump it up a little bit more because of uh, the performance of both Yaz and the Master, who I thought were both mm. brilliant in this. Uh, I think Jodie Whittaker didn't do me any offense whatsoever. Uh, was 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 really quite good, and I enjoyed seeing my old personal close friend uh, Graham. Yeah, um, Bradley Walsh on on the TV one more time. So uh, I'm going to give this seven and a half um, callbacks to much better episodes out of ten. <laughs> you know what? I was like, oh well, maybe Ian will like go low. He'll go. I, I've been ringing a seven and a half for a long time. Like this is this isn't this isn't the end of time this isn't parting of the ways this isn't um whatever like isn't world enough in time or twice upon it all those i enjoy it but it's it's really it's really long i find i find um tenants two-parter doesn't feel as long 
it flows quicker. This one, this is me going like pointing at the at the toy store and going, I know that figure, I know that figure, I know Ace, I know Tegan. I love Ace and Tegan, and I love the fifth doctor, and I love the seventh doctor. I'm gonna have them all hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's like I've I've gone, I've gone, here's my TARDIS. I, I'm I've, I'm holding up a TARDIS for audio purposes, and here's a character. I'm putting my character into wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, and it feels like that. And I love those characters, but I'd also be remiss to go. If the episode didn't have Ace and Tegan, oh, it's it's completely. Uh, I think I've, I think I think you cut off again. But you said if oh. the episode doesn't have Ace and oh. Tegan, and then, and then we had it. Yeah, we had a very if the episode doesn't pause. have Ace and Tegan, yeah, nothing really changes. There's not really a major change other than like I guess Kate survives, but Kate would just have a different we can, plan we can, that we can, time. We can ride ourselves in with yeah, Kate exactly. Like right. that, that's whatever, and and it's a shame because I feel it underutilized in that sense, and it is very much to go character moments from the seventies and eighties, which we didn't really focus on because that wasn't how we wrote stories at the time. So we're going to kind of retroactively reflect on those emotional beats that we didn't because that was that wasn't how we wrote TV back then. I guess they that's really, fine. I guess they really wanted two of them. Actually, Ace by herself, I'd have been cool with. I think all Ace's I mean, stuff hit for yeah. me, with the exception of here's some stuff I put here earlier. Hope you don't. Yeah, mind. That, that, that that that's a fun little thing. But, but no, it's 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 a set. Like I have a good time. I like. I love. I love Jodie's goodbye. I love her regeneration. I think I rank her really high as a doctor. I think her performances are good. I just think she's been marred by like. It's not the same level of quality as no. it's like you watch it. You watch a really good, you, you know, you know, like you watch, um, let's say you watch, I don't know, like No Country for Old Man. You go, that's a really good film. Sure. And then you go, I'm going to watch Captain America Civil War. Captain America Civil War is a pretty good Marvel film, but it's not No Country for Old Man. It's not, but Civil War is like my third favorite Marvel. Like, yeah, I, I, I think it's a really strong Marvel movie. But I, I just, I had to get like, I just had to think like a really strong marvel film sure. like to go yeah but it, it, it's in that same kind of way i enjoy it but i've seen what's come before and i know how high the highs are but i've also now seen how low the lows can be mm-hmm. and that, that's that's the that's the shame but that's uh i guess that's where we are with 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 who do you think you are we are we are well i'd say we're up to date but we have done the most recent episode now the next episode will release in two days, if you're listening to this on release day, which will be a Saturday, Saturday, the 25th of November, 2023, 7.30 on BBC One. And I have no idea where when it will drop on uh, Disney Plus for everyone else. But, you know, it'll be this this coming weekend. And we haven't really discussed when we'll do it. Maybe maybe mon- try and release for a Monday. I don't know. But we'll with, within the week to, to keep up. Yeah, that's probably possible. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when this will be? Oh, this will be like the tw- this will be the twenty third. Um, so we would have just released our episode on JFK. I don't know what episode we're doing of BFE the following week. So Wait, I'm gonna talk about this right yeah. now. If we drop this on the twenty third, yeah. we'll just release this our, Thursday. Yeah, no, we'll just release our episode of on Enemy of the State, and we'll be coming up to JFK. Oh, oh God, I'm I'm yeah. Sorry, we're so We've far we're, we're, we're far so, ahead now. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we we just did Enemy of the State. Next week it will be. Uh, JFK. JFK. I don't know what's after that. I guess Ethan, when we do the Star Beast, we'll 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 know then because we yeah. would have recorded at that point. So 
Thank you so much for listening. Next time you catch us, we'll be probably within less than a week covering special one mm -hmm. of the 60th, The Star Beast, with David Tennant, Catherine Tate, Miriam Margulies, and, and everyone else. Oh, is Miriam Margulies uh, in it? Miriam Margulies is playing the titular character of The Star Beast. Oh, I love beep, Miriam Margulies. Beep, beep the Meep. And that's why wow. I said Monday, because it can be Beep the Meep Mondays. Oh, jeez, there's quite this, the, the tagline. I know, I'm, 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 I'm struggling here. Uh, so, thank you so much for listening. I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. And I could just, I'm going to, I'll just repeat what Jody says, because, you know, podcaster, whoever I'm about to be, tag, you're it. We'll see you in, like, four days, I don't know. Bye, Alonzi. Geronimo. What?